Hello everyone, just a quick editor's note here, uh, the bulk of my audio recording tonight was pretty horrible, you'll hear that straight away when the episode starts. I did my best with my minuscule editing knowledge to try to fix it and correct it, but it's kind of, it is what it is, it was either just dispatch the whole entire episode or kind of run with it. I cleaned it up as best I could, I'm sorry for the quality. Uh, we'll definitely try to do a lot better on the next one. Uh, as you know, we don't really have these many problems on the episode. And hopefully no more ever again. Uh, very sorry. You'll hear the volume pick up and kind of normalize later. It'll ramp up again toward the last 40 minutes. So sorry. We'll I'll do better next time. an opinion of the end of time cast i need some i need some thoughts on pho the I'm, I'm, i think it's vietnamese vietnamese pho is vietnamese yeah yeah i think yeah. so yeah you don't know what y'all's uh i don't know ups or downs about it i never really liked it i mean i know i know some people that swear by it but i've never been a big fan hmm. i don't think i've ever had it yeah, I've I've heard about it here and there. Kind of, sort of seemed like it, it just kind of popped up. Maybe because there was a few new restaurants in my area. And uh, I've tried it. I've tried it at a few different places and a few different dishes or a few different types of pho. Yeah, it is, it's, it's okay. I mean, it's definitely better than, you know, making ramen stuff, I suppose. But, eh. Like when I th- when I think of other nationality foods that I've had that have just like popped out to me, the first time I had Greek was actually having a gyro, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And that started me down the Greek path. When I had uh, what was it Korean for the first time, I had a uh, beef bulgogi. Oh my god, <laughs> blew my face off. Holy crap! Mm-hmm. Granted, maybe perhaps pho is not the dish like the premier dish the go-to instant like get you hooked dish of vietnamese food i can get that but i've heard a lot of people just in general just talk all sorts of good things about pho and it just didn't grab me do you only you only tried it once or you've tried it at a couple different places or i mean like i said i've tried it like i've tried two i've tried at least three different types of pho. i could not tell you what the varieties were were they all at the same pick. spot though did you get them from the same restaurant or is my mic on chris this man can't hear me you said you tried <laughs> I, it three or four different times you didn't say I if you did from, it same I restaurant different dishes from different places i don't know i've tried different ones all right and I don't know, like it. This could, I don't. It's so, it's so odd because maybe this could be one of those things where if I have like somebody's, like maybe somebody personally cooks me a dish, like nah, man, I make the, I make the best pho. My grandmother makes the best pho. We'll see. I just, eh. I was watching a uh, YouTube video. These guys go out and they try the like the super cheap version, and then like the medium priced version, and then the ridiculously priced version. And pho was one of the things they tried. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They had, like, the $5 pho bowl that you could get at, like, 3 a.m. from this one restaurant. And then they tried, like, the $25 bowl and then the $100 bowl. Jesus. You know, and they had, like, it wasn't just pho. I mean, that, I'm, this, you saying pho reminded me of this little particular web series or whatever. But they did, like, pizza. They did, like, hamburgers, steaks. And, like, did you know there's a fucking... 
thousand dollar pizza out there? I w- I would not doubt it, man. It has like truffles sprinkled all over it. Mm-hmm. It's like hand roasted. You know, it, it, it hand flipped I'm, in a in a in a fire oven fire. You know, like the old school style. Oh man, I was looking I at it and things. I was like, I would never buy that. I don't care how I hungry will, I was. <laughs> I mean, it might yeah, be I worth will, it to try it like once in your life, but never again. I will probably never try it. And I've also never even had truffles, so I don't even know what they taste like. They taste like I hear truffles, I suppose. I've never had them either. Uh, I hear they're exceptionally delicious, and they're quite expensive because they're so delicious, but never had one. Nope. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the end of time. I'm Michael. I'm Chris. And I'm Adam. Uh, got a lot to talk about today, gentlemen. I'm sure we know that. Uh, and this is no surprise to the audience because we kind of said last episode what we're going to be talking about today's episode. We're going to be building up some, some E3 hype. Before we even get into that, I want to lay a challenge out to the both of you. I challenge both of you to get me hype for this E3. Uh oh. I want to see it happen. Uh, but before we even get into E3, whether or not you accept the challenge or not, let's roll into some weeks. Uh, Adam, what Uh-oh. you been up to this week, man? Uh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I had, uh, once again, I was playing a little bit more of my Pillars of Eternity. Just totally knocking out that first game all over again, trying to blaze through it. This time I got all the cheat codes on, so I'm just murdering the hell out of everything. Just, just, it's like, you know, step into the room and just kill everything and then walk through, you know, so I can fight, hit the next part of the next quest, trying to, trying to slam it home so I can get all the options for the second game. I should have done this. I should have been doing this like the last six months, but, you know, didn't think about it. Uh, also went back to a uh, game I hadn't played in a while, Kenshi. I think oh, I man. had... I think you've mentioned that before. Yeah, I think you mentioned that back in the day. Yeah, it's one of the uh, one of the older games. It's one of the games I got a uh, long, long time ago. It's still they're still working on it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, st- I hadn't messed with this game in I don't know. God, it'd been like a year, and I went back through it, and oh man, they have added a whole lot of stuff. I did. I was completely lost. So I'm gonna play the like, audience for a minute. But Adam, what is Kenshi? What is Kenshi? Kenshi is a freeform RPG that is like the Dark Souls of, like, uh, I don't. It's a cross between an isometric RPG and a survival game. Okay. If that makes sense, uh, you start off with uh, you have different ways you can start depending on how hard you want to make it on yourself, but. You get to, you You basically have a swordsman in kind of a post-apocalyptic kind of world. And mm-hmm. you can go and recruit other people. And these other people will help you build a base. You can start a farm. And then you take the farm stuff and you turn it into uh, bread or shirts or rum. And you sell that to get building materials to make more houses. Or you go and you create a mine to start making weapons and all this other stuff. And in the meantime, you're trying to survive the hostile bandits, wildlife, uh, occasional, like, uh, rogue bandit that'll be, like, you know, super sick, nasty, and have, like, a bounty, uh, 
you know, just those kind of things. And there's all kinds of different little scenarios you can start with. You can start as just one guy with a really sick, nasty, holy sword. Or you can be a group of guys. Or you can be a guy and his dog. You know, and there's all kinds of different little scenarios. Uh, all the, all the, the combat system is really unique because it's all real time. And based on your skills, you, uh, you, you can, anywhere your sword actually hits is where it does damage to. So every part of your body has a little health meter from zero to a hundred. It's actually from 100 to negative 100 because as soon as it hits negative 100, it actually gets cut off and you'll, you'll climb, you'll be You'll have to go get a prosthetic limb that's not as good as your original. And also, it's, there's so many little cool things. But a lot of the time in the early game, you end up getting your ass just completely waxed. And you'll be laying there. The band, You'll watch the bandits, like, pick your stuff off your corpse. <laughs> and then they'll walk away. And, like, some dudes you had hiding off, you know, uh, about a mile out, like, runs over there to do first aid and carry you back to a bed so you can sleep and catch up, you know. But they've added all these new mechanics in for food and water and all these other things. And I'm, you know, I'm trying to get the hang of all that. There's about 20 different things you have to be watching at any given time in addition to combat. So it's hmm. like, woo. So, Adam, long-time listener here, you know, first-time caller. Um, I actually tried Kenshi after your previous recommendation. Oh, yeah? I spent nine hours in the game, and I think I accomplished nothing. That's pretty pretty uh typical for somebody you know that when you actually don't have like a a goal in mind when you start if you it doesn't actually have a story implemented yet Mm -hmm. so i guess that's the biggest part is right now it's kind of free form my thing was i was running around and i could it didn't seem like i could do a whole lot of things i don't think this to me my experience when i started playing this was Mm-hmm. I need a guide of some sort, uh, you know, like a getting started guide. This is not a game to go into blind at all. Mm-hmm. Well, so I've, I had a poor experience and I haven't touched it since and that was a year ago. Yeah, it's, well, a year ago would probably be a little bit between you. So you've played between the when I stopped the last time and since I just picked it back up. Uh, March 11th of last year. So yeah, sometimes because I hadn't played it for about two years before I started again. Uh, let's see. First thing you want to do in any given scenario is get some money. Now, the easiest way to get money in that game is to wait until two groups, two large groups, decide to get into a fight. You wait for like a roving pack of bandits to get too close to a city and the city guards will go over there and kill them all. Then you loot every single one of their corpses one at a time and drag drag the equipment back to get money. And once you've got that money, then you can buy building materials first aid kits food any kind of thing like that i recommend you go into a bar and find another person so that then you have double the carrying capacity and double the combat capability they're still not going to be worth the damn but at least now there's somebody to pick you up and drag you home if you die and uh so you you would take stuff like that and rinse and repeat a little bit until you actually if you can find close to a starting town if you can find like a uh an ore mine or something like that sit there and work until you've got your laboring skill up until about the 50s and you'll start bringing in enough ore to actually buy like a backpack then that increases your ability to bring more it's going to take you a while to get started but once you get started you actually get a stone mine and a stone generator and you start 
popping out your own building materials and laying down your own base, setting up the walls for it and the turrets and the uh, training dummies and stuff like that, it starts becoming a whole lot easier. Things actually get more rapid as they go. You'll be able to take in new people quicker, you know, and have them easily trained up to where you, they're combat capable within a, you know, a day or so is worth the playing. So it, it takes a while until you know what you're doing and you'd actually have to, probably the best place to look is the Steam forums for that kind of information because, I mean, there's really not a whole lot uh, out there based on the, you know, it was a greenlit game, so it's not getting a whole lot of press. Yeah, and it's still early access. Yeah, it's still early access. When did I get that game? I want to say it's like 2010, 2011. It's released as 2013 on Steam. Okay, so 2013 is when I got that. It's been about five years, and it's still in early access, and they're still adding stuff. Hmm. Still adding stuff. But, like, they didn't have it where the animals could eat you alive the last time I played. Now the animals can literally eat your characters while they're still alive. Wow. So, yeah, I walked up into a swamp thinking I was big king shit. I learned really quick you don't go in the swamp alone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This big, like, spider thing came out of nowhere and, like, it was two of them. My guy probably could have handled one. The second one got him. And I thought, oh, I'll just crawl away. No. They were like, you stay here. We're having dinner. (laughs) So uh, after I got done playing that a little bit, um, went back to Divinity, Original Sin, tried to pick that back up. That one game that I dropped uh, for Pillars of Eternity 2 when it came out. Mm-hmm. And I went back to that. It's been out for a while. The sequel's already out. It has been out for a little while. So I'm trying to kick back through that and actually make it. This is about my, I don't know, 200th attempt at trying to play this game. And I finally got into it the last time before Pillars dropped. And I was like, okay, let me go back to this before I lose the knack for it. And it's got some pretty interesting mechanics from what I've seen. Uh, you could steal just about anything that's not bolted down. It's another ISO RPG. I've been kind of into those lately. I don't know why. Uh, got you can steal just about anything that's bought bolted down, and I recommend you do so because everything's freaking expensive, really expensive, and there's no skill for reviving people. And so, as in, there, there's no way at all to do it. No, the only way to revive somebody is to uh, have them have a scroll of resurrection which costs i don't remember it's not it's not extremely expensive but they're only shops only carry like one or two of them each Hmm. so you have to visit like four or five different shops and then you've got like eight resurrections so you it kind of limits the amount of time you can be out there in the wilderness because if you have one person oh that's you have one person drop you have to pick them up via that one uh, scroll. There's no spell in the game that I've seen that actually does that for you. Hmm. But here's a, here's another freaking annoying thing. They, the game makes you make two main characters. Okay? I've never seen a game that made you make two main protagonists before. And I was okay with this. I was okay with this entire concept. 
Okay. But then I found the most annoying fucking mechanic that I had ever seen in any fucking game ever. And it was the two main characters have dialogue interactions with each other. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. I thought, man, this is fucking awesome. And so, As in you select both dialogues. It works like this. Uh, say I've got a hold. Uh, say I've got one character, one main character that I made a mage and one main character that I made a fighter. Okay. And okay. Uh, I'm walking around with the fighter because I want him to be the first one to run into combat in case something stupid happens. Right. And right, I run up, right. I run up to a generic NPC number four hundred and thirty-six, and he's like, "Hey, man, my uh, my pack mule. This is an example out of the story. He's like, my animal is hurt. I need some stuff to, I need some medicine to to heal it." And I was like, "Okay, I can I can do that for you. Let me go find you some medicine for your animal." And my wizard was like, "Fuck you." That's some bullshit. We ain't got time to do this garbage. <laughs> and I was like, what? What? No, I'm, I, I want to help it. And he's like, nah. Nah, fuck that shit. And so we debate. And the way you debate in this game is your characters have uh, points in either intimidation, logic, or uh, charm. Okay? Okay. And each point you have in the respective ability is the number of dots that get filled when you play this rock, paper, scissors game. So you play rock, paper, scissors, and if you have three charm, then three out of these ten dots will fill up at a, for every time you win. Mm-hmm. So if you have four intimidation and three charm, you want to take four intimidate. You want to try to intimidate the other guy into doing what you want him to do. As a, right, right. So if you fucking lose this shit, it picks the other option. Oh. And just says fuck that quest. Gotcha. That's that doesn't sound, like it sounds like it might even be a decent idea on paper, but that does not sound like it works out the way you want. Oh to at no! All. So you're trying to do this one thing. I'm like, oh man, I want to get the experience, or I'm trying to be a good guy. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to do my my Paragon playthrough. And imagine if you know every so often you were playing Mass Effect and Garrus just looked over at Shepard like, no, nah, we ain't doing that bullshit. <laughs> And then he punks Shepard into the corner with an intimidation check. <laughs> You're like, what? Yeah. What? No. All right, Garris, we'll do it your way. Yeah, no. Nah, fuck that shit. <laughs> oh, man. So, I, I mean, there's a lot of good things about the game, but there's some really fucking horrible things about this game, too, and that's one of them. That's one of the main ones. I, the first time that happened to me, I did, I've completely forgotten about it, but it happened to me a couple years ago when I bought the game, like straight off the bat. Mm. And I'm also assuming this is a this is a mandatory game function, right? There's there's not a way around this. There is. You do I this. found a way around it. But, Hot shit. But it requires you to know it's about to happen. It, yeah. it requires you to know that it is an option to happen, and it actually fucks you on some regards. If you take the other main character and move them very far, far out of the way to where they won't get picked up by the conversation, then you can take the rest of the party and maneuver them into the conversation. You know, take, yeah, take I'm not- three of your party members and go walk mm-hmm. over here to talk to this townsperson and leave the other guy just kind of standing out in bumfucked Egypt. Yeah, that sounds like a hell of a workaround, though. Mm-hmm. I was hoping it would be like an option thing, like you could select in the game, like, hey, 
I did. I did not. Do you, see do you one. want this? Oh, that's yeah. It's kind of honky. I don't think so. Ugh. Hey, Chris, have you ever played this game? No, I have it, um, and it's on my list of games to play, um, but I haven't gotten around to it yet. Well, just let me tell you. Make sure you you have one character that has absolutely nothing in charm, intimidation, or <laughs> you want to make sure this guy can't get a single point when he wins. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you win like once and you're done. So I mean, I, and it's bad because they'll my fighter if I'm if I'm playing with the with the mage. You know, he uses logic and reason to to make his arguments. And I imagine him just being, like, bullied by this fighter in our party. It's like, nah, <laughs> fuck you. We ain't doing that shit. <laughs> you know? It's like, because he's always choosing, like, intimidation, which he has, like, max ranks in. I don't know. I should probably just start picking him all the time and walking around in town because I, I made the mistake of thinking this one guy would be better to walk around in town with because he's, you know, he gets bonuses to shops and stuff. No. Now, I want to pick the guy that gets to bully people. Hmm. Oh, man. So, how was your week? Oh, is that it? Are you you done? No other, no other games? No other yep. movies? No other just, else? just those oh. three. All right. I'm going to pass that torch on to Chris. Oh, Chris, okay. what you been up to this week? So, uh, my game playing has actually been pretty limited as far as quantity. Uh really? It's been more about duration, apparently. Uh, oh. So, um, real quick. This is a good thing, yes? It, it, I mean, it depends how you look at it. Um, last week, I did forget to mention that I had picked up uh, and just started playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 again. Just not streaming it, not doing anything. I was just like, I want to play something. And I picked up, and that's exactly the type of game it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I had talked about that before. You know, it's a good chill yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So last week it was certainly in that uh, category. But this week, so I was watching a stream on Friday and I wasn't even watching the stream. I was going through my Twitch, the people I follow, and I saw a game on there that someone was playing called PC Building Simulator. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm like, okay, that I know about PC Building. So I opened up the stream. I watched a few minutes. I was like, huh, this person's terrible at this. Um, <laughs> but the game wow. looks interesting. Uh, so I uh, I went and picked it up. Um, it, I didn't even realize at the time that it was early access. Um, but it is. And I played it Friday. I played it Saturday. And I played it Sunday. <laughs> wow. Okay. I, you must really I like put, it, huh? I put 28 hours into the game and I finished everything that is in the game right now. Um, so it's, I, I like simulator games. I mean, I can get stuck in them for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. Like recently we were talking about the game House Flipper. I'm surprised I didn't end up spending more time in that. I just got sidetracked with other games, but um, you can just hop on and start doing stuff and it's like, all right, one more, one more. You know, it's got that kind of uh, feel to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, so I did that with PC building simulator and it's exactly what it sounds like. You're literally a, you know, guy who, um, took over, inherited whatever this little dinky shop from your uncle, uh, 
who worked there before and obviously wasn't very good at his job uh, based on the customer feedback you get when you immediately start. Like, oh, I thought you were your uncle. He sucked, you know, type things. Um, mm-hmm. So you had a bad rep, then put, you know, thermal paste on the CPUs and whatnot. Um, but uh, so you take it over and you get these orders, you know, it's like, okay, I need you to run a virus scan. You know, I got a virus or whatever. Can you clean it up for me? Okay, sure. Computer won't turn on. Can you fix it for me? Yeah, sure, you know. And you build up, and as you level, you get, you basically unlock additional uh, parts, better parts, you know, better better everything. I mean, you build all aspects of it. You have to actually, you know, click to connect cables. Um, that kind of sounds like Gearhead Garage. You ever play that game? Uh, Way I, back? No. But I think I know what you're talking about because there are a couple other garage games that are very similar right now. Uh-huh. Um, it was like you'd, ta- you'd go and you'd try to diagnose somebody's car and you'd notice like mm-hmm. the uh, the alternator was old and busted. So you unscrew, you'd have to click on the screws to unscrew each little thing yeah. that was holding it on and take it out and replace it with a part that was comparable, screw yeah. it back down in and then try to see if it works. Yep. And so that's exactly could- kind of how this is. Um, you have, you know, Basically, you hit the power button on the computer. You go, okay, what's it doing? The screen doesn't turn on. Okay. Is there any, is anything, you know, spinning up inside the computer? No. Okay. Let me check the power supply. Okay. Power supply, changing that out isn't, you know, helping. So it's the motherboard. You know, you have to go through this process. And it's not a complicated process. Pretty much, you determine pretty quickly, um, okay, this is motherboard. This is a uh, video card. This is CPU. CPU, it actually says on the screen. Because you put the computer, the tower, on your work desk, hook it up to the monitor. You have to plug the cables in uh, for the video, the USB, and all, you know, power cord to the power supply, all that. You have to actually click on them to plug them in. Hit the power button on the thing. Okay. Monitor shows CPU not found or boot sector not found. Okay. I know what those issues are. You know, it's. You have uh, a can of air, so sometimes you have to blow them out because they're all dusty and crappy inside. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, it's it's not a complicated game, um, and but I mean this doesn't take away that it's pretty solid right now, uh, mm-hmm. even as an early access game. I think the biggest mechanic I had an issue with was the can of air because it's very uh, kind of does whatever it wants to do. It's like, all right, I'm clicking here to blow the air off the PSU. All of a sudden, the video card's good. I'm like, that's not what I was doing. It's you like, know, and it gives it turns into how to basic, and like you've got an egg in your hand and you're slamming it on the fucking motherboard. Yeah, Octo Dad yeah. canned air edition. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so it it you know could use some tweaking, but overall, yeah, pretty solid. Um, you have different programs on your computer you use to do your job. You know, you have a essentially like CPU benchmark or a passmark. I always say benchmark, that's URL, but the software is passmark. You, you essentially have a version of that where it gives you all the ratings for the parts, for the mm-hmm. uh, video cards and CPU. So you go, okay, I need to upgrade from this video card. Let me see what my options for better are. Um you have to make sure your motherboard's compatible. Um, there are actual missions where you can't complete them, you know, with the Intel parts you have. So if you want to complete that uh, job then, 
you have to switch out the motherboard to uh, an AMD motherboard so you can put in, you know, that CPU. Um, and, I mean, it it's building computers, you know, something that I've done plenty of. Taking away your mm-hmm. years and years of PC building experience, how likely could somebody pick this game up, play it, and then build their own computer in real life? I, I think it would actually be pretty easy. Wow. Um, the, I actually, one of the reasons, aside from just because, you know, I'm a computer guy, that I picked this up was I went, okay, I want to play this game. I want to see if there's something I could have my kids play and then know more about building computers. Right, right. And I think it could. You know, I think it's a little complicated. You know, they could play it and get the idea um, mm-hmm. and get compatibility, get uh, some of the information. It doesn't really go into you know, why do these computers have this score? Um, mm-hmm. You have an actual benchmarking, benchmarking application you run on the computers to see if they can, you know, how powerful they are by combining yeah. the CPU and GPU. Yeah. But it's hard to determine what that formula is because it's not a, you know, 50-50 balance on the score. The video card may be 5,000, the uh, CPU 3,000, but that doesn't give you a score of 4,000. Mm-hmm. It's probably more like... 3,600, 3,800 or something like that. Or sometimes it'll be a little bit more for some reason. You know, it's like, I'm, okay. You, you know, even all that aside, if, if if this is a game that puts people into the reality of finding compatibility, like, that's amazing. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's one of the first roadblocks you're ever going to find. You can't just go buy any motherboard and any hard drive and any CPU. Like, you, you need to know that. If this game yeah. says, yeah, whoa, whoa, we we make you look at that kind of stuff. That's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. I would like to see it and I don't, I haven't looked into this. So this is just speaking from what I observed. It doesn't seem to matter how much Ram is in a machine. It also doesn't matter. Uh, what else was it? There's something else that didn't seem to matter. A hard drive mm-hmm. speed didn't matter. It didn't do any sort of benchmarking on that. Cause mm-hmm. there are solid state drives inside the, in, in the game. You know, you can buy mm-hmm. SSDs, Mm-hmm. but using them doesn't seem to make a difference, you know? So mm-hmm. I'd like to see more complicated measuring of the systems. Like you, know? you, you, I mean, you have like some scenario where you put the OS on like an SSD to make it boot faster or something like mm-hmm. that for a customer. That would be cool. Or even load, you know, increased load time in general. Yeah. The yeah. fact that it got, you know, 30 something hours out of you says a lot anyway, you know? Yep. 28 hours. And I didn't play. Cool. One question. Yeah. Going back to that gearhead garage comparison, mm-hmm. are the busted parts noticeably different? Or is this something that you'll actually have to do the troubleshooting to diagnose it? So you have some diagnosing you can do by going, okay, this part, you know, I replace it and it works type diagnosing. Um, you don't get a visual indicator. Uh, as far as I could tell, I didn't see any visual indicators that there was anything wrong with parts. Okay. What I ended up doing and figuring out real quick was if I wasn't sure what was wrong, take out the parts, check my inventory. Your inventory marks them as broken. Oh, we'll go ahead okay. and chalk that up to something we can add that we can uh, submit a letter to for since since it's still an early access, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, and the thing is, the reason that it's marked as broken is because you can sell parts, um, and. You know, you're selling a broken one, you're only going to get like one or two dollars for it. 
Um, so they kind of identify it that way, regardless of identifying broken or not. If they say, oh, you're only a dollar for this, I know it's broken. Okay. Maybe they should let you sell it at full price, even though it's broken, and then have people come <laughs> back like, you sold me some broke shit. What the fuck's wrong with you? And like, take extra money from you. <laughs> yeah. And there are, um, when you're building a computer, you're inside a computer, you actually get the checklist of what you're supposed to be doing to it. You know, oh, it's nice. like, oh, figure out the problem. And as soon as you put the new CPU in, that marks green. So what they need to do is make it not mark green until you turn the computer on, you know, because otherwise it's like, okay, I put that in. Not good. Okay. Either that wasn't the problem or there's something else wrong because there'd be more than one problem in a machine. Have, yeah. have it where you don't ground yourself and you just fry the whole damn thing. Oh, man. It is, <laughs> it is so funny. I actually, I manually unplugged all the cables for most of my time playing. And that one time I was like, fuck it and i hit the thing and it didn't do anything bad it just automatically unplugged them you know um i was like okay so it's not gonna let me fry a computer for not you know practicing <laughs> oh, proper things just yeah. opportunity yeah Adam, you got a long letter to write man you need to get this stuff happening <laughs> i want to see some explosion graphics i want to see fucking fire and flame yeah it, anytime i work on computers i always remember this quote that uh my friend's dad said he was a big uh, computer guy. And one time he told me, you know, computers run on smoke. I was like, what? He said, yeah, when the smoke comes out, it don't work anymore. Yep. That magic smoke keeps it going. Yep. And that stuck with me. God, that's been 15 years plus at this point. Um, but yeah, so that was really what the bulk of my time was spent doing. Uh, as far as games go, the only other thing I played... And it could only kind of partially, partially be classified as playing a game was, um, have either of you, and I don't know if I talked about this before or not on the uh, podcast, but have either of you ever uh, looked at any sort of role playing done inside video games? Define that. Uh, yeah, a little, bit, a little more specificity. I'm not, I'm not sure what this is. Playing characters in a game that aren't part of the game. You know, you make a character in the game, you act it out with other real people, but you're not use you're only using game mechanics, not game story, not anything, you know, really quote unquote related to the game. No, I don't I don't think I've done anything like that. So like an RP server on WoW. Yeah. I have done that for a couple of hours. I haven't really done okay. it for a, a long time. So I follow, and it, it's been a while since I got into it, but I picked it back up watching it uh, maybe three weeks ago or so um, because there are some really good people at uh, role play. And it's, it's one of those things where you, a lot of people, when they think of role play, it's like, okay, great, this is cringy, this is, you know, these kids in their basements, you know, the erotic RP, you know, it, mm -hmm. that's not what it's limited to. Um, the role play I follow is done in Grand Theft Auto V. Um, because when you drop in the city, there is so much there to do, you know. Um, even in the game, you have all these things and these servers are specifically set up for role play. So on top of the things that are in the game, more things are added, you know. The models are customized, the buildings are customized, the cars are customized. All these mechanics are put in place to facilitate this role play. Um, 
And I know this a lot. Sounds, of, this sounds familiar. I think I feel like you've talked about this before. I, I might have, um, but I've been watching it for a while. And one of the servers, the main server I watch, really the only one, unless I'm super bored, um, they actually released their public server because most of the best servers are whitelisted, so you have to earn your way in essentially. Right. And they finally opened up their public server. So I was like, and up until that day uh, this week, I was like, eh, okay. I'll have, you know, more content to watch. That's cool. But the, it went live and I looked at it and went, hmm. And I went and downloaded the software. Um, <laughs> I had bought a copy of GTA 5 on the computer a couple of weeks ago because it was way off on Humble Bundle. Um, it was like 50% off or something like that. And it was, I couldn't pass that up because uh, I don't own a PC copy. So this is three times I've bought Grand Theft Auto Five. Wow. Because uh, I bought it on PS3 um, and then I bought it on Xbox One uh, and now I have it on PC. Um, you just can't so, make up your mind, man. Well, <laughs> I I beat it on PS3 and I was essentially done. But when I was playing at the time, I played the game entirely muted um, because I did not have... I had a speaker set up instead of a headset at the time. And the kids were literally like 10 feet away all the time. Um, mm-hmm. And that is not a game children should be hearing at all. So I played the game with subtitles entirely muted. Um, but I picked it up on Xbox One. And I played through again, um, or I started playing through, I didn't finish, but I wanted to play through again to get the full experience to it. Um, and then on PC is just so I can uh, play multiplayer on PC eventually if I want to. Uh, but also because it's a good deal and I, you know, if I do want to play on PC, at least I got it for a good deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I downloaded the software, uh, sat in the queue for about nine hours, which I was smart. I knew it was going to take forever to get in. You know, it's like an MMO launch thing. You know, you don't expect to get right. in anytime soon. So I was like, okay. So I hopped in the queue. You know, servers went down a couple of times. Queues reset. So ultimately, it was like nine hours until I got in. But like seven of those, I was working. So I didn't care. If I actually gotten in earlier, I would have had a drop and then rejoin the queue. So the timing <laughs> worked out really good for me. Um, and that actually happened the day after that. I was hopping in you know ahead of time like six hours ahead of time uh servers went down i rejoined uh just to hop back in queue and i immediately got into the server i was one of the first ones to reconnect pure coincidence i didn't know the servers had went down i because uh there's a discord for and they announced when the servers come up wasn't looking at it hit join just to reopen it immediately and so i was like oh i'm still it's working good. so uh this is unfortunate so I, I had to remake my character for a technical reason. So I did that, and then I logged off. I was like, I guess I'm done for now. Because, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I but I got in the launch day, spent a couple hours in, and, man, I only had a couple, you know, interactions because Los Santos is huge. Yes. Um, that map is huge. And walking around on foot it takes forever because, you know, it's role play server, so you're not going to run everywhere. You don't run everywhere in real life, mm-hmm. you know. So 
it's one of those things where a lot of people will do it anyway just because of how slow walking is. But I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to get the full experience. And my God, walking took forever. <laughs> First thing I did, I went and bought a bicycle and I went and bought a car. Um, a little clunker because I was, you know, they started out with a little bit of money. But not enough for anything nice. So I bought my clunker and I had to go park my bike because I didn't want to get stolen. So I had to go park the bike, then walk back to the garage or to the dealership, which was, you know, halfway across the city. And then I was almost back to my car when, you know, someone did on the end game, uh, it's, it's essentially an end game Twitter type thing, you know, for interacting across large spaces. Someone put a tweet out in game saying, Hey, you need a taxi? Call us. And I was like, I should have called a taxi the first time. <laughs> I would have saved myself the last hour walking back and forth across the city, you know, trying to avoid the gang neighborhoods because I didn't want to get shot up. Wow. Like, man. <laughs> so it's it's a it's definitely an experience. Um, I've been thinking about it. I don't know how much I actually do it because I enjoy watching it um, a lot because uh, there are certain people who are very, very good at this. This is considered hardcore RP. If you, because there are a lot of GTA 5 roleplay servers, and there are a lot of them that are managed by essentially kids. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of them who have admins that are kids. And, you know, they'll yell at you in game about breaking the rules and blah, blah, blah. They're going to ban you, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, you know, that's, that's not in character or anything. So servers like the ones I watch, they have, you know, in game equivalents you know it's like oh you're gonna get the nines which means you're gonna get max sentence going to jail and your character is essentially done you know unless you mm -hmm. appeal it through a court system that's established you know there's a government wow there are real police <laughs> that play police in game oh wow so this is not just you know teenagers and people you know just hopping on to role play these are grown adults role playing out these characters some related to what they are in life, like the cops, some that aren't, you know. Um, you have criminals, you have, uh, like, there are people on the uh, whitelisted server that own shops. You know, they do performance upgrades, repairs, etc. And there are whole systems, you know, they take the in-game uh, Los Santos Customs or whatever it is and uh, tweak it to where players can manage those prices and uh, kind of role-play out the job, uh, mm -hmm. do toes and stuff like that. So there's this whole system around it. Um, and it's not, it's not for someone that just looking to jump in and, you know, shoot everything up. Right. Cause those people tend to get banned. Um, yeah. It's not a action RP server. It's a hardcore RP server. It's like a life simulator almost. Essentially. Yeah. People, what if your life was in GTA 5 simulator? Got it. Yeah. People get sentenced to jail. Um, they serve out time. You know, it's like, oh, you're going to jail for 15 months. It's 15 minutes. Um, you know, real time type stuff. You literally get teleported to the middle of the jail and you cannot leave. There are walls. You can't go through any of the doors, etc. And you have to sit in game for your jail time to go down. Right. You can't just log out and come yep. back in. That's that's smart. Yep. So it's pretty cool. Um, like I said, I don't know how much I actually do of it, but it's interesting. It was an experience. I ran into one of the guys uh, that's a cop that I watch stream a lot. Um, and 
I actually had nerve. I was nervous talking to this guy. I'm like, oh God. Um, um, I ended up hitting the wrong key on my keyboard for like two full sentences of stuff I was saying because it's push to talk uh, configured. Mm-hmm. Um, or I had to push to talk configured. And I was like, uh, uh, and I was like, crap, I wasn't even pushing the button, you know? <laughs> so it's, oh man, it's one of those things, you know, watch someone do this for well over a year at this point, And then it's like, oh, uh, yeah. Push the wrong button. You blow him up with a grenade, you know, just happens oh, it's that hilarious. way sometimes. <laughs> one of the first things I did when I opened the game, and this is based on watching other people is I remapped the R key on the keyboard because T, which is right next to R for those that don't know their keyboard, um, opens the text box. So you can type in stuff, do, you know, uh, commands or emotes or whatever that they have. Um, And R is punch. So people will be talking, say someone that's talking to a police officer will hit, you know, the button to type in a command and accidentally punch the cop. So this isn't just brushed over, even though, you know, it's a mechanical thing. It's not like they meant to do it in game. You know, something's going to come from it. Whether they're someone who's known for causing trouble, they may get arrested for that accidental key press. So the first thing I did was remap R to not be punch. I actually mapped it to the chat, so I hit it on purpose. Wow. Yeah. So it's you know like even said, on PC I still use the uh, the Xbox One controller. Yeah, I would totally for the game as well. Um, yeah. I had never even opened GTA Five on PC before this, so my character spawned in, and I was like, okay, where are the buttons? Yeah, so. for, I think four for me was on the 360, and five I got on the PC. I just, yeah. 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 Just feels better with a controller for some reason. Mm-hmm. Just one of those games. Uh, there are lots of games that I still use uh, keyboard and mouse for. Any kind of first-person shooter or shooter in general. But for like GTAs, where I'm going to have to drive and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I never really liked playing anything where I had to drive a vehicle with my mouse and keyboard. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that way about playing like maybe like platformers with a keyboard. Yeah. Like I know it's simple. It's it's super fucking simple. You can use fucking wads or the, or the arrows, and you hit a button to jump. I get it. But it just feels weird to me. <laughs> you, you've gone so many years of uh, having a fucking D-pad in your hand and, you know, buttons in the other. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, almost everything on my PC is all done through Xbox One controller, wireless. It's awesome. Uh, of course, there's real-time strategies there's there's mm-hmm. there's things that kind of require it but if i can if i can shout i want you to feel the power uh, <laughs> what the if, hell if if you can uh if if there's a way for me to map it uh, hell actually even when i first played final fantasy 14 on the pc i was using an xbox 360 controller and just using keybinds and using like button combinations to make other button presses happen I made it work. I've never used a keyboard when I played that game unless I had to type something out. So, uh... Sorry, Chris. Didn't mean to steal your week there for nope. a second. Right. Else. He oh, ran okay. away with it. That was yeah, it. just fucking football. <laughs> that was it. I, uh... I didn't do a whole lot other than that. I kind of, um... 
my girlfriend's out of town, so I was taking, took her to the airport and stuff, and just kind of, you know, having to take care of stuff around the apartment, you know, just me and the kids, so mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. pretty quiet. All right, then. I guess I'll roll into mine. Uh, first and foremost, let me get some movie shit out of the way. Uh, I have watched... Let's start with the random one. I did watch a shape, The Shape of Water. I don't know if you guys have heard about this or recall. This is that controversial Guillermo del Toro movie that came out last year. The big topic about it was the fact that the girl fucks a fish in the movie, if you recall. Uh, just to clarify some shit, mm. it's it's a it's a merman, not a fish. So uh, if if the, and if that was me misquoting, I'm sorry. And uh, you don't actually see them fucking, so I don't know. Like people just really need to get out more. If this movie was there, like oh heavens, because I wonder the, what they thought of the Little Mermaid too, where she had like the little fish baby daughter. Yeah. I mean, that same thing's implied by that movie. Um, just in general, the movie itself was, I mean, it was pretty good, I guess. It was pretty standard fare. You kind of saw where things were going. It was a really good, uh, it was a really good, like, generic story movie. It is just the fact that, yes, there is a a fucking relationship with a girl, a, a, a human female and a merman, but it's so inconsequential to, like, there's nothing fucking porn on the screen, so... But it's it was a one-time watch, and eh, I watched it. I moved on with life. Another movie I watched is um, uh, A Quiet Place. Uh, very tense movie. And, I've man, I've, I've really been itching to have a suspense slash quote-unquote horror movie grab me the way that uh, Get Out did from a couple years ago. Uh, this one didn't, didn't do that good. It didn't do as good as get out, but it, 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 it got there. It was pretty damn close. Uh, the premise of this movie is there are things out there that are hunting people and they only work through sound. They can't see you. They can't really smell you. Apparently it's all through sound. So humans have developed ways of living where they do not speak, they soundproof everything, they talk through sign language, etc., etc. Hmm. Uh, definitely builds a lot of tense scenes. Uh, I mean, right off the bat, the movie kicks your face in. Like it's it it, it it not not like in an Infinity War kind of way, but more of a man. I wonder what the boom it happens. You're like, oh fuck. Okay, I'm here. I'm good. I'm in this fucker now. I enjoyed it. Uh, definitely recommend it. Uh, if you're in a suspense type movie person, check it out. Uh, want to talk for a few minutes about a movie me and my wife went and saw in the theater recently called Upgrade. Uh, I posted a trailer for this movie. I don't know if I did it on the End of Time cast page. I did it on my personal Facebook page. But I... This is this is it's so funny, Chris. How you and I were talking like four or five episodes ago about, hey, Chris, is, have you ever had an advertisement come along and then you watched it and went and bought the thing? And it's usually been no. This one was kind of an advertisement that that did just that because I never even heard of this movie. This movie came out of fucking left and right field, blindsided me. I saw a random trailer that was playing on my Facebook page one day while browsing Facebook. I was like, what the fuck is this thing? Eh, okay, I'll check it out. And wow, way better than I expected. Uh, so the premise of this movie is, uh, without spoiling things, 
there there's a man who becomes paralyzed from the neck down and somebody approaches him with some new technology he gets this chip implanted into his body where the chip basically controls the rest of his body for him uh so he just thinks walk and he walks he thinks blah 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 uh it's it's later revealed and this was i mean this is in the trailer so technically not a spoiler if you haven't seen the spoilers i guess it's kind of spoilery but man there's there's too much to this movie that they they did not show in the trailer thank god uh, the 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 uh, cybernetic shit that's in his body or the the chip in his body, it has an AI, and the AI is interactive, and that's all I'm gonna say about it. This movie was good from the start. Uh, it had me intrigued. Me and my wife were both entertained. Uh, there was very very apprehensive about the movie when I saw the first trailer because I was like, okay, I get what they're going with the, with the, with the movie. They probably just showed the best part of the movie in this trailer. Bam, that's the only thing that we're going to get. And I was so fucking wrong. Especially when it comes to the ending. Because I, I, I'm I'm at a loss for one right now. But me and my wife both watched this movie going, holy fuck. I did not see that coming. It It's going down the road. It's turning to the left, and you're like, okay, it's obviously going to the left, and then it just fucking slam breaks and pulls a U. Like, I did not see this shit coming. I knew, I knew it was going down a certain way, because it's the way the endings like this usually do, usually go. And it went a whole different direction. I was like, fucking yes, awesome. Can't recommend it enough. Uh, if you get a chance to go to the theater and check it out, if you want to wait, that's fine too. It's it's up in my movies of the year. Uh, it's up in my top ten this year so far. Definitely, definitely awesome movie to check out. Uh, video games, short list for me as well. I've been playing three. Uh, one, I've been playing uh, Cooking Mama. What the hell? It doesn't. Well, so this is for my 3DS. I play this like when I'm taking a bath, or if if I, if I have to take my DS somewhere and I I I need I'm gonna be sitting in a line or something. Uh, very basic premise game. Uh, you're it's you can use it with a stylus. I think they also have Wii games where you can use the nunchuck and remote the Wiimote, and you're basically cooking dishes. She has like 50, 60 something dishes you have to prepare, and you have to use the touchpad or the controls or what have you, the stylus, whatever to cook dishes a particular way. I discovered this game decades ago, years ago, on a Twitch stream from somebody, a random Twitch channel that that hosted like random little gameplay videos now and then, and I often saw this being played. And I don't know, it's random, it's odd, I know, but the charm of the game appealed to me. I I like the sounds. I actually discovered that the video that I used to watch back in the day on Twitch was actually the Wii version of the game called uh, Cooking Mama Cook-Off. I haven't, mm-hmm. I have it, I went out and bought it, haven't played it yet, but this is like a, it's just a pastime game. It's not, it's not one that I've been just du- du- uh, dumping hours into. Uh, second game that I played for about an hour or so, because this is one of the two games I bought at the same time, was uh, Donkey Kong Country Returns, uh, Tropical Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. For the okay. Nintendo Switch, yeah. this game is basically the Wii U game again, with the added bonus of there is a new mode slash character where you get to play as Funky Kong in this one. Which, for those of you that don't remember, Funky Kong was a character, a non-playable character in the original Donkey Kong Country series. Mm-hmm. Uh, this mode, 
I have not played it. I'm only speaking from what I've read and heard. The Funky Kong mode is basically like a easier way to play the game because I think he can, I think he can like quote unquote surf over over spikes, uh, stuff like uh, that. He has he he has little extra things that make the, that make playing through the game a little bit easier. And you may be thinking, well, why would you need that if when I when I this game is on a Switch, this the Switch is a Nintendo game. Nintendo games are for babbies. Like this game, this isn't a hard game. <laughs> I played the original Donkey Kong Country Returns uh, on the Wii, and it. I, I ran through it. I was. Tr- I, I stopped when I was trying to do the hundred percent of it, getting all the stuff in the levels because it, it does get a little tough. And these games do have a fair amount of difficulty, not only for the level design but also the collectibles that you find throughout the game. Uh, I didn't play too much of it because of the game I'm I'm, I'm really playing right now, but it. If anything cannot be understated enough about this game is that the fact that the original, the 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 Donkey Kong Country Returns, and the one for the Wii U, it is so sad at how underselling and underperforming these games have been. Because as far as platforming goes, these are crisp. Like they're the 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 jumping mechanics, the jumping, the airtime, the level design, the everything about this, this is like a poster child for both of these games or like poster child for platformer titles. They, they have such unique in level designs, like the way that they use the, the flora and fauna of the world to make platforms. Like there aren't many like just generic floating platforms in the sky. It's, you know, a bird that has something on his back or a, a, some character that's holding up a fucking uh, a pole with a platform on it. Something like that. And I love that. There's a, there's a, there's a shit ton of charm to these games. Uh, I I picked it up. I played it for a while just because I needed a break from the game that I was playing. And yeah, I, it's good stuff. I'll, I'll get to it eventually and, and run my way through it. The game that I am working on, holy shit, is Hyrule Warriors. Okay. Uh, guys, I have fucking dove into this game. This, uh, from what I understood from looking at this game from afar and hearing mm-hmm. people talk about this game, is that there is a shit ton to do in this game. There is a lot of content. I see that there is a lot of content to do. Uh, I'm only, uh, well, I say only, <laughs> but I think I'm like 15-ish, 10, uh, about 15, somewhere in the neighborhood of 15 to 20 actual story missions into this game and i haven't been playing it every day since our last episode uh there's multiple characters they all have upgrades they all have weapons that they can get upgraded they have abilities that you can open and unlock and therefore upgrade a character's ability which don't just improve stats they all they they improve like combo length they they improve things that you can interlink between one another. They give you items that just that just fucking passive items that 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 apply to you whenever you play through a round. Uh, the level of upgrading in this game is kind of kind of overwhelming. It it not well not when you look at it from afar it can seem that way, but when you get into the game you realize how the mechanics of it work, mm-hmm. and you you you, you kind of get into a pattern of of figuring out where where you're going to upgrade things, what things are actually going to unlock and, 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 uh, allow you to use over time. Huh? But this is, uh, this is, this is OCD city right here. 
this this game right here has got a lot of content, and I'm only playing through the legend mode, which apparently is just the main story mode. Uh-huh. There is an adventure mode, which has which features different uh, original Zelda maps with individual squares, and every one of those individual squares is a battle, is a is a set piece that you go into oh, God. that you have to you have to you have to. Uh, uh, complete a certain amount of objectives to beat a level and thereby get rewards, etc., etc. That's just one map. That one map has, I don't know, 90-something squares. They have, like, nine different maps, and they're all themed around different Zelda games. They The map itself looks like a generic Zelda, uh, NES uh, Zelda map, but but that's just where the squares go. There, the the theme and the way the enemies are placed, the way the levels you actually go into and play, they're all. It, oh, there's just so much shit. There's so much okay, shit. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not even. I'm not even on that mode yet. I'm in just the fucking adventure mode. So, the story. I mean, the, the the story mode. So, question. Mm. Um, what? Tell me. Just kind of give me a synopsis of what the. How did we get from? Standard Legend of Zelda's to this, like, what's the backstory? Um, this must be one of those games where they said we have a property or an idea from another game, and we want to just see if it'll work. Uh, I mean, I, it's it, it, it'd be like me trying to explain how uh, they went from Metroid on Super Nintendo to Metroid Prime. It's just an aesthetic different change for the game. So there is no connection to the greater. No. Okay. Here's the thing: all of these, th- th- there are characters from all over the Zelda universe in this game. They're all together, and they're all together for a reason. There is a central uh, core tying story reason why all these characters from all these timelines are together. Uh, And all the things that are in this game that are Zelda-specific are all... They're treated with respect. Like good. they mention, they mention these things like, "Oh, I need to find out how to get through there." Oh, well, if you use the lens of truth, I have the lens of truth. I can use that to see through the wall. Shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it works so well. Like I, so the combat itself, rewarding. And I didn't think it was going to be because I have been completely ignorant to this type of game. This, uh, this, uh, Muso, I, I, shit. I meant to look up what the fuck Muso means. If either one of you two want to do that while I'm rambling on. Um, are you now. talking about the type of game it is? Yes. Yeah, I looked up that term last weekend. It's essentially, uh, there was a game that had that name. Mm-hmm. So that's where it came from. It doesn't uh, okay, actually so, stand for something gotcha. other than that game's name. So like roguelike. Yeah. It came from rogue. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I haven't played a single Dynasty Warriors game ever, which is what this game is kind of ba- this gameplay is based upon. Mm-hmm. Uh, for anybody that is completely ignorant to Hyrule Warriors or any of these type of Musou games, Europe, you play a character, essentially a hero type of character, and there is a battlefield, and there are ten to five hundred enemies that just come at you, and you use moves or combos and you wipe them out you just it's screen clearing the game it is crowd control the game and 
I said, okay, okay, if I'm with folded arms looking at this combat style going, mm, okay, that seems, I get it, but eventually you're just button mashing, right? I mean, eventually they're just throwing a, a screen full of characters that don't do shit, and you're just X, 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 and you, you win the game. Not so much in this game. You can, but you're not going to want to do that because they have different moves and they have combos, and depending on what type of enemy you're fighting, depending on how many enemies, depending on where the groups of enemies are facing, you're going to want to do something different. You may need to use like a piercing type enemy uh, uh, move or combo because you're trying to take down a specific enemy, or you're going to want to use a crowd cl uh, clearing type combo because there are just a shit ton of enemies around you and you want to clear them out because it builds up your special meter, your special meter, and when that special meter is built up, you can turn around and use that against either the crowd to clear out more or against the, the big two brutes that are behind you uh, and as you progress through the game the more levels you get the more uh, the more uh, materials you can use to grant what are called like the badges they basically give you more abilities so your standard combo is xxxx done but when you upgrade another one it's like oh you also have yyyy but you can pick when in the combo you want to drop it you can do xx for two light hits and then yy for two bigger combos and every x to y combination you do has a different effect it has a different thing that you produce out for the, the attack which can be used for different different scenarios um again at the end of the day there is a basic formula there because almost all the characters follow that but it's so fun having a new character show up and you and they go hey you can you can control uh you can control ganondorf now and the first thing that's going to go through your head is man i wonder what his combos are let me see. All right, I've got I've, I've unlocked seven badges for him. So his so oh shit, that means he has one. That means he has like fourteen different combos. I wonder what they all look like. I wonder what they all do. I wonder what all their functionalities are. It's so nice. And even the characters that either one you don't like, two you don't give a fuck about in the Zelda universe, or three you go, yeah, but my Link is actually level thirty five, so he's pretty badass. I have found like the go to move. For every character I've come across, even the ones that I don't care about. Don't you just love it when you find like a new spin on an old series? Yes. You know, and yes, you, you find you find something you didn't know you'd like. This is gonna come into play when we uh, roll into our E three conversation, but yeah, I it's it's interesting that this is a another Nintendo property. Uh, again, I'm looking at you, Metroid Prime. I'm looking at you, Mario vs. Rabbids, and now Hyrule Warriors, though not, not in that specific order. These are properties that are like, we're going to go outside of our wheelhouse. We're going to go outside of what you think. Let, let's just, can, can we take this property and put it into X game style? Nintendo's got a pretty good fucking track record of doing that. Pretty, pretty, pretty good running standing for doing that. Um, I will be continuing to play this right now. I'm, dude. I'm, I'm at a, such a fucking snail's pace with this game because I'm going through and doing the story missions, and then I'll go back and go. You know what? I want to go back in that level again. I want to get the hearts, or I want to go back in that level and beat it on a different difficulty, but just to check something off the list. I want to go back into a level and go find at X. I want to go try to like do really good on these missions to get really good weapon drops. I mean, whatever. don't feel rushed, man. Just take your time. Beat. Beat it and enjoy it. You know yep, what I mean? That's what I'm doing. I will say another last thing before I push off my week because I really think that was it for me. Uh, 
as a as a editor's note, where I who do I think that this game would go good for that don't believe that they would be wanting to play this game? This is a real-time strategy's fucking wet dream of a game because the multi-management in this game, the multitasking, the multi-directional, oh shit, there's 17 things going off at one time and I need to prioritize, this is where you belong. If you, either one of you two, or the audience, if you love real-time strategies, you're all about Command & Conquer, StarCraft, uh, WarCraft, etc., so on and so forth, you want to take a break from that style of game and get into a more action-y style way, this game is up your fucking alley. Because when you put this game on easy mode, there's gonna, they're going to tell you you're going to have one to two things you're going to have to do relatively easy across the whole entire field with potentially 7,000 enemies on the screen at one time. They're going to give you a couple priorities. Okay, no problem. Medium, you got about four or five. On hard, you got about seven, eight, nine, ten, twenty, and they're all going to be happening at all different times. They're all going to require you to look on the field, manage the people that you're in control of, manage yourself, and start prioritizing where you need to be attacking, who you need to be saving, what you need to be picking up, who you need to be guarding. Oh man, I I just know that there's a real time strategy person out there that would love love this. This that- this it gets you to take away from the point and click of the mouse and the keyboard and get a more visceral hands-on action feel that sounds like one of those palms are sweaty kind of moments you know where oh it is it is and there are several times in this game where i've been where i think i need to be and then i'll watch something be like nope this this person ran away because you didn't help and it's like oh nope i should have been over here i should have been doing this i should have been doing that um, it's been frustrating because I've been playing through most of the game right now in hard mode. Uh, it's, and, and that's also a box checking thing. It's not just because I want to beat the game on hard mode and be the, the, the fucking big swinging dick. It's because there's a every level has an easy, medium, hard. And I think that there are different things that unlock depending on what level you're on. But also, it's it's going to be a checkbox thing. When I go through this game and see that I beat every game, every level on medium, I'm going to want to just do them on, on hard anyway. But it gets it gets rough. But it's not so rough that I, I've only had like three levels that I've been I've 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 lost I've died to and I've well incompleted like more than three times. Uh, I haven't had to look anything up yet per per se. Uh, I've tried to look up where to find weapons and that led me down a whole rabbit hole of shit that I didn't want to look at just yet. So it's it gives you what you need. As long as you pay attention to what's on the screen and and look at the map and 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 keep a good mind of what to do and when to do it, but all in all, guys, I'm telling you, this is a game that I picked up because I heard so much about it, and I was like, ah, sure. What at the end of the fucking day, whatever. I've got a Zelda game in my library. If I played it for fucking ten hours, I donated a Nintendo and I got a Nintendo game. Big deal. And I'm I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. So good yeah, stuff. That's- <laughs> Awesome. That's been you on my list to play two, for a while. Yeah, you also have two ways to play this depending on what console you have if you have either one. There is a Wii U there is a Wii U version which today has all the DLC out there so if even if you get the game you'll have to download the DLC. Yeah, but it's there. Or you can play the Switch version which is better graphics. Yes, yada yada, but also has all the DLC in the game already. So, two ways to play it. I recommend it. It's good stuff. Yeah, that's one of those games that I put on my list as soon as it came out to play. Mm-hmm. But I knew it was also coming out for Switch, so I was like, you know, I'll wait on this one. Um, I won't jump on the Wii U, but uh, <laughs> I think now is sounds about the time I should be playing it. 
Also, side note, uh, for I remember I remember hearing like sort of naysays about this game because the the music direction of this game is all of the classic, mostly all, mostly all the classic Zelda titles that you know and love. Imagine if they all have like a rock metal to heavy metal remix. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, I want that. But two, it works really fucking good in this game. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can hear the old Hyrule themes and fucking Triforce pickups and all these things. They just have a little fucking metal spin to it. It's it's right up my alley. Nice. So yeah, that's uh that's that's pretty much it for my week. Uh, definitely recommend Hyrule Warriors and also definitely recommend the movie Upgrade again. That's a movie you guys got to see. It's it's fucking good. Every time you say uh, Upgrade, I think of that that pimp from Idiocracy. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> upgrade going to is... come get your ass. You don't know Upgrade. Uh, gentlemen, let's roll into some D&D talk, and uh, and then it's time. Uh, so we had another D&D session. We have, we have them pretty much every week. And uh, Chris, I'll let you take the helm for this one, because I think you took. Uh, I think you said you had some notes on this and whatnot. Um, well, I... I... You know, a little behind the scenes, I thought we were going to skip this one uh, this week. Uh, we didn't really talk about but I can do that. That's, that's um, cool. So, quick recap. The group is pretty much in a kind of research phase. Uh, they have a few different things going on, and really they need to uh, get information you know, before they proceed and, to, in some cases, determine how they proceed. So, there was some scouting of a... Uh, a residence where they're supposed to steal a jewel from a uh, emerald of some supposedly great value, um, and they're also trying to figure out what's going on with the bard Adam, uh, his father mm-hmm. being blackmailed. So they're getting you know research on this person they've you know identified as being part of the plot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so they went and watched a play. Uh, in addition to the scouting, they did. Uh, and, you know, actually sat down and talked to this lady. Um, and it was, it was interesting. Um, it was, it was another episode that wasn't, or another session that wasn't, you know, action packed. Um, and really part of that was because the thief couldn't apparently roll below a 20 for most of the time. (laughs) Um, so he nailed all his roles. So his stuff, he was like, all right, in, out, done. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, so that's kind of, I think we're picking up next week with, you know, what to do with that information that was gained uh, mm-hmm. and further plans. Um, what would you guys think? Uh, I know, it, <laughs> I kind of thought after this, this is the hindsight is 2020 shit, but I was like, man, I hope I didn't like pantomime that shit too much. Not for the, not for our group, but I was like, Did, was that really my character? Would he really fucking act that way? But I thought, you know what? He's smart enough. He said he would help the thief. And he said distract. And he was like, got it. I've heard lots of accents. And I guess I can make up a quick lie. Sure. Why not? Uh, for the audience, my... we So we were... Our characters... Three of our characters were infiltrating a, a mansion where we're going to get the ruby from. The emerald. And the... The rogue told the ranger, my character, is like, hey, uh, I need to get past here, so go distract the guards. And my character did just that. Um, 
It that was, was actually the lady's house. Oh, the lady's house. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. He yeah. did the other one. Uh, a little bit of scouting, I think, by himself. Or that was Adam yeah, yeah, that yeah. did it. But uh, it was cool to get to do something. That 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 saying that, but also it was just I was like, I'm doing, I'm the, I'm fucking vamping out over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking ranger monster hunter <laughs> monster killer I mean, you were you were like but the, it was fun you were like the master of disguise at that moment you were like super secret spy just totally throwing those guys completely off yeah <laughs> but uh yeah it was yeah, another good session man had a good time that was good stuff that was, that was probably my favorite part of that entire game <laughs> it's right there. I was listening to you like give these wild excuses. Oh, look at these flowers! Oh man, <laughs> look at this yeah, stuff! I was... <laughs> this is the so, shit. What I was hoping for, what I was going for, was I was just gonna start picking these flowers up and hoping that they were like some exotic plants that this person was like, you know, spent a lot of money on to grow and whatnot. The girls gonna be like, oh fuck no, put them down and. Didn't even ha- didn't even have to go that far. I was just keeping them distracted, regardless. Yeah, I I hope that you know how baffled I was was reflected in the guards, because yeah. it's like, okay, you're you yeah, sure you picked some flowers, okay, um, sure, and they're just so baffled by this odd fellow asking yeah. them these questions. You know, you come asking for directions. Okay, that's normal. You know, people get lost. That's a fairly big city, common. Okay, cool. Help him out. He goes on his way. He doesn't seem to be a threat. Um, and by the roles, these guys apparently were idiots. Uh, <laughs> so it didn't matter. Thank God. Uh, but then you go on about the flower room. It's like, okay. You know, think about these guards. Some guy comes up asking for directions. Okay, cool. And then starts talking about flowers. It's like, um, I'll, t- I'll tell you this. For what it's worth, I kept those fucking guards distracted, though. Yeah. Yeah. You accomplished the mission. Oh man! I tell you what, your interaction with the guards was a lot better than mine. Yeah. A whole lot better than mine. Yeah, I met I met Mister Rob Killjoy, and he's like, mm-hmm. "No fun allowed." And I was like, "Oh God!" I was wondering. I was like, "Where is he going to go with this?" So, another, so more context here for yeah. the audience. Uh, so we had initially a plan to hold like a daytime. Uh, party basically a gigantic party distraction uh in the later evening in the night and the way we we're going to go about this was uh dana lyon's character or adam's character dana lyon was going to go around and you know strum his strum his fiddle and get the get the whole town going and ready to drink at two three o'clock in the afternoon and like everybody this is a big crowd and big party big distraction and he got like i don't know 14 feet and guard showed up <laughs> was like hey what are you doing, criminal scum? He's like, man. Yeah. It was, uh, and it was only like 11 a.m. at that point, too. <laughs> so, and I was wondering the whole time, I was like, what's Adam going to do here? Mm-hmm. Is he going to, is he going to shank this guard? What's he going to do? Yeah. It was, it was one of the situations where in the area of the city you're in, you know, the hot, pretty much one of the highest, uh, uh, highest class areas uh short of you know the really elevated area uh you're not gonna see a type of thing in the street so it's doomed to fail from the start 
but the rolls made it what it was, and it was great. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's that, too. It's a, the fucking rolls will get you, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought it was a good idea, but apparently the rolls that we, we can't see and can't know, but the rolls fucked us. And it was it was even better because I had Adam do two rolls, one for his charisma and one for his performance. Um, and charisma was, I think, a natural one, and then the performance was almost a natural 20. Um, wow. But with the bonus, it was like 25 or 26 or something like that. So it was like a 5 and a 26. So he had these opposing roles. So he drew a crowd from his great performance, but the guard definitely wasn't happy about it, you know. So it uh, helped drive the interaction that way it did. Yeah. Things should start but, picking up. Yeah. And again, you know, no big deal. I'm not looking to have every... This is something I brought up to Adam when we've had our conversation about this. And again, I'm not directly comparing you. I'm only using you as a comparison by what I know. Mm-hmm. And you know this as well, Chris. Uh, when when you watch a... When you watch... I, I don't know how everybody's games go in d and I mean, there's millions of people to play D&D. Million, millions of DMs. Everything, everybody's different. Yeah. But if you watch a show like, um, like Critical Role... He can go through like fucking four story scenarios and and one battle every episode. Like every fucking episode is go 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 go. Luckily, fortunately for us, we are not bound by like a time schedule in our D and D session. We're not we're not catering to an audience that's just that's just fucking foaming at the mouth for content. And me. I don't need to have a battle every episode. It doesn't have to be. It's nice, but you don't use your roles just in battle. You don't use your your abilities and, and stats and shit in just battle. Being able to... This is maybe a reason why I picked a ranger, why I could have picked a rogue as well. The ability to fucking do things in the world and use your character's abilities and natural personality traits and etc., etc., along with the roles... That's awesome to me too, you know. Rolling into a scenario where, like, man, I have no fucking idea how I'm gonna get this sword that they want me to get, and then you walk away from it because you use your character, mm-hmm. you know. And the roles played your way. That is like holy shit, as intensive as oh, guess what, guys? A beholder showed up. Get ready, to level eighteen. That's guys. the real meat you of know? the story, right there. Is how the yeah. how the little interactions play out between. You know, how did they work around? Did they just charge straight in or they just murder, murder monsters and they kick open the door, start setting things on fire or do right. they, do they and stealth around and gather intel or are they the kind of people especially that. Especially the more we do it in the game as the characters, as a group in the game, you know, because then that's actual confirmation for our characters across the board to be like, oh, this is how they act. This is how they are. This is uh, we've had five scenarios of X drama thing, and this is how you know the the barbarian handled himself. So I have a good idea when we get to this next one. This is I'm gonna use him where I need him or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. there's just as much story and character and 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 rolling shit involved in that as in a you know six hour battle. So if you ever need somebody to barbecue rats. You know who to talk to. Yeah. Uh, so. Nom, nom, nom. All right, folks. <laughs> On that note, kind of grinding my hands together here because yeah. it is time for it is time for tonight's topic. Man, 
I'm fucking buckled in and ready for this. Just Ruh-ruh. not that excited about it. Just not that excited about it. Now, hopefully that changed between you two. But tonight's topic, E3 2018. We are day, a days away, like mm-hmm. a day and a half. Yep. Days away uh, as of this recording. It's happening in a couple days. Holy shit. Um, so a little preface on my end about this whole challenge bullshit. I know this is out of the blue. This is not like a fucking, this is a bit more than anything, but mostly in my life, E3, even in my later years has always come as a surprise. Uh, usually I know about it weeks or maybe months ahead of time, but I've never been the type to follow the E3 news. I've never been the type to follow the E3 hype train. It's not be- it's not to be a fuddy-duddy. It's not because I don't care. It's because I like the surprise the days after. Or if I get it also used to be that most of the time when E3 was going on, I was at work. So I never got to watch E3. I'd usually watch E3. I think I told you this before, Chris, as well. I'd watch it like through other people. Like mm-hmm. the two best friends would have an E3 show or Giant yeah. Bomb would have an E3 show. So I would watch those videos like a week or so later. And it also filled the thing of me getting a Benjamin all, all at one time. Um, yeah. That's changed now because we have a podcast. So <laughs> the fucking duh thing to do is to start researching and finding out what things you want to find out about E3. And I'm going to say that I love and hate this because I love it because I can get involved with the news. I can feel like I actually am with the crowd of people that are the the fucking swell of this. But I also hate it because I feel like a lot of this shit is spoiled for me now. Mm -hmm. Point of fact, there are so many uh, titles out there. Specifically, that's what I'm caring about. If there's a new console dropped, I really don't care. That does not... That, that doesn't get me. Um, see our previous episodes for our talks about generational gaps and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But the the thing that I watch E3 for now is, you know, what games are coming out? What are the, what are the, what are the big bombs? What are the things mm-hmm. that are, <gasps> holy shit, I had no fucking idea, and I would never expect it, but holy shit, yes. Well, now with, and this has been a thing for years, this is nothing at all new, but with the internet, with us being in this fucking internet age and being an information age, blah, 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 blah. Leaks happen. Uh, Companies try to get out ahead of leaks and start dropping information. Titles get thrown out left and right. Uh, A couple episodes ago, you and I, Chris, talked about the list that... uh, The Walmart list. The Walmart list, Walmart Canada. And that list... uh, I I can specify that list right there as a point of what I'm trying to get at. When I saw that list, even if half of those were fucking fake if half of those are right that spoils the fucking fun for me because all i'm looking for now is e3 to just show up now i do i I, you also get trailers you also get hopefully get gameplay footage Mm -hmm. and etc uh case in point breath of the wild i had no fucking idea anything at all about breath of the wild when that thing showed up and when i saw that trailer i was like damn a new zelda and it looks like a zelda yes well when i see a fucking list from walmart that says there's a new i don't know splinter cell game coming i'm like well shit when when those three dots pop on the screen or the the shit happens that's not gonna that's not gonna do anything for me because i've already i've already known it there's so much wishy-washy with all this information that we have both on this podcast now and, and the information out there that, like, you don't know. 
That, who's, yeah. There are lots of things that are confirmed. A lot of things that are saying, no, those are not confirmed. Those are those are fakes. A lot of things where companies are saying, of course, that's fake. We're not even on that. And, and ha ha, fools you, shadow mm-hmm. drop. Here's this game. Ah, yeah, it's coming. So, uh, I think it's kind reason, of I think it's kind of important to keep in mind that even the companies themselves don't exactly know what they're going to bring out at E3. You know, there there's a lot of times where something goes, okay, well, you know what? Let's let's hold back on this and give it a co- and give it another six months before we announce it. Not yeah, not quite that. ready. Or I mean, I, uh, I let's think make the better sure way we to... actually get this like. Let's break, let's go ahead and bump this up so it is at E3. Yeah, I think the better way to put it is that their plans aren't set in stone. No, um, that's correct. There are a lot of last-minute changes. You know, they, they'll they announce things um, that they're certain they're going to show, but they may have 10 other things that are on the possible list. You know, they yeah, may go into it, and that, that day another competitor, you know, announces this or that, and they go, all right, we'll hold off. Or, you know what, we did it better than them. We're going to announce it now. We didn't plan to, but we're going to show them how it's done. You yeah, know, we're going we're to top yeah. them right now. Yeah. Well, I can tell you now, just looking at the from the research that I did and just me saying I researched anything for E3 is <laughs> way beyond me because I don't fucking research E3. I let E3 happen. Yeah. And either I catch it in the moment or I catch it all after the fact and, and then I get hyped. But with the research that I did do for this episode, for this for this E3 hype show, I don't think that this is going to be much of an E3 for me. Uh, if what I'm seeing is true and the, the things that are supposedly confirmed, I'm not seeing much on here that's going to blow my mind. That I don't like. I, I want to walk into E3 and go, all right, what do you got? And then walk away going, oh my God, Mega Man Legends 3 is actually coming. Holy fuck, they're doing it. Or whatever, you know. Yeah, I think this is one of those years, and you know, I've heard other uh, casts talk about this. Um, I just watched earlier the dropped frames uh, episode they did like two days ago for their pre E three hype, um, and that's who I'll probably watch, you know, for the actual coverage. Um, you know, they were they put it like a lot of others did that this is going to be kind of an in between year for E threes. Yeah. This is when we'll see stuff we already knew was announced, was announced at previous E3s, and it's going to be continuing them. Or they're finally going to be coming out, so it's just their last little bit of uh, yeah. hurrah before you know the release, the last big push. Um, I really hope there are a lot of surprises. Um, yeah. I, I because, was, I mean, we, we've got to know that, but the audience as well has to know that as well. Not mm-hmm. every year is going to be a fucking fireworks explosion oh my god i just shit myself e3 i mean that's what most media outlets are going to push because that's what they push you know e3's coming holy shit but when you get away from it, you're like there was like two games that i cared about you yeah know, it happens it happens and this might be one of those years and i think that looking at the list of games that have been confirmed that are going to be uh talked about a lot of the big ones are sequels Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is okay you know sequels are in some cases they're very surprising but in general they're not a huge thing you know uh depending on the franchise of course there are exceptions you know when certain series like you said when uh uh what were you saying Mega Man, you know mm-hmm. is announced that's a pretty big deal for a lot of people yeah but when the next you know 
sports game is announced, okay, that's to be expected. Assassin's you know? yeah. Creed number 76. And I mean, yeah. yeah, you can watch the E3 presentations of these things, like the mm-hmm. next fucking FIFA game, which I want to talk about later, but you know there's going to be another ex-soccer game or ex-basketball game. Mm -hmm. When you watch the trailer, when you're actually at E3 or you're watching E3 and you watch that presentation, of course it's something. There's going to be somebody or some people and they're like, this this year, FIFA's coming back with a bigger explosion. We've got this new thing we're going to push. Roll the trailer, Johnny! And they roll the trailer and it's a fucking trailer like You've seen a trailer before. It's got mm-hmm. it's got hype built up. It's got cued in music. It's got some gameplay, and it's got you know hitting some of the mechanics here and there. And here's that new shadow thing that we put in this game, FIFA 2021. Yeah, claps. Move on to the next thing. You know that's gonna happen. It's gonna look like it's the most amazing fucking thing in the world. But that is nowhere in comparison to oh yeah, we are actually developing a Zelda game. Here you go. Mm-hmm. It's like, whoa, stop the fucking world. Stop right now. What do you mean there's a, there's a new Zelda game coming? There's a fucking trailer for this? I can... Wow! Way different. Or you can't... Holy check different. out my new IP. You know, here's my yeah. completely oh, yeah. original right. thing. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which there are some this year. So... But and that's we'll why I was see. bringing that up. You know, because what... Most of what's on the list of confirmed are sequels. Mm-hmm. I'm really hoping... That a lot of these, looking really heavily at Microsoft, and uh, I don't know, really Microsoft is the big one uh, this year that needs to do it. Aside mm-hmm. from, you know, other, they have everybody to. could benefit. They need this. Big time. Microsoft, I have, I behind the scenes, I put together a little spreadsheet for us to use. I have literally n- nothing confirmed in the Microsoft column because there wasn't anything confirmed that anybody cared about i think they yep. the biggest confirmation i got was they was going to talk about game pass or something don't care mm, don't, don't care. care it's not a game Meh. it's a service i don't i hate hearing about services at e3 yes. give me games all right let's talk I about also, let's talk about e3 for a second because this okay. year i saw in the news i uh, want to one of the big mags i think it was like variety or something had a uh had an article that came out yesterday about how they're reopening well actually they didn't say reopening but it is reopening they're reopening a portion of e3 to the public uh-huh. now mm-hmm. i don't know if you remember when they actually closed it to the public e3 i don't remember when it was specifically but i remember that you that was a, a hit to the face when i realized that yeah this is not for the public anymore what the fuck you mean it's not for the public what would i even want to go to e3 for then I mean, you know, it's like, oh, well, we're going to regale all the media with all our, uh, you know, they get to play all the new demos, but fuck the public. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they opened it back up, and I want to say they gave like 15K-ish new seats. It's like 15 or 20K new of their seats are going to, or their tickets are going to be uh, for the actual public use. Mm-hmm. And so they they were hyping this up like oh man look at what we did we're this is the first time ever and I was I I just had this flashback to when they said they would refuse it was like a couple of years back I won't say it was like a decade ago they they just stopped selling tickets to the public and it was yeah. a huge deal in every game magazine I ever saw they were like oh man well we're gonna be able to get in but what 
Why would they stop everybody else from being able to get in? That doesn't make any sense, you know. But apparently, that's one of the things they're going to be doing this year. So you should be looking forward to uh, possibly seeing some pretty unique presentations coming in the future if they're going back to having the public in there. Hmm. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's good. Uh, of the few gaming things I ever wanted to go to, E3 was one of them. Oh, yeah. But really, really, it was uh, it was all out of hype because of everybody else. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about it, though, that that leaves the door open because if you end up with another Sony going up there and go hit its weak spot for massive damage, they might get shit thrown <laughs> at them. They might get yeah. boos from the crowd. Hey, man. And, uh, if you do something dumb, you deserve your booze. Well, that's what I'm saying is that before it was all a professional environment and everybody was there by invitation, and now you got paying customers. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. So, so gentlemen, we talked earlier uh, off off recording of how we wanted to do this and a structure, blah, 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 blah. And I've because of the way that I got my list and stuff set up as well, um, I think we should just go down each conference, you know, EA, Microsoft, Digital, Devolver, et cetera, et cetera. Hmm. And let's just talk about these as we go. Let's just okay. talk about whatever the fuck you want to talk about um, and just, just get shit out of the way. Um, so first up that we're going to have, uh, and uh, I mean, you can check EA, uh, you can check the, the E3 conference, you can check the, the times, dates, et cetera. But uh, the first that, that's supposed to be up is uh, EA. Electronic Arts is going to be the first E3 press conference. I still have such a love-hate relationship with EA, <laughs> man. I still have such a fucking, you guys, y'all, you're yeah. the fucking steamrolling company that just, just well, you got an IP? Here's Mass Effect 2. <laughs> Here you go. But, um, so... Uh, a couple a couple games that I know that I just know in my heart are going to be announced that are going to show up and these could be gameplay trailers could be uh, just an announcement a title drop whatever there's going to be a FIFA game I feel there's going to be some kind of FIFA game coming out I think it's time for a need for speed game as well I bet you there's going to be some type of racing something uh, I don't follow the need for speed franchise too much so there could be there could have been one four months ago for all I know but Every time, not every time, but most of the time when I see EA, I think FIFA, or I think something sports, and I think mm-hmm. something racing. I usually get them. Yeah. And we all know the Battlefield game is coming. It's going to be mm-hmm. some new Battlefield. I think World War Two is going to be the, the set for this one. Yeah. So that's it's going to be a it's going to be a big whoop whoop big trailer, possibly gameplay. Me, I hope they just do a fucking trailer. Uh, just let me see some gameplay in the trailer. I don't, I don't need to see five fucking wannabe nerds on screen on stage. Uh, Jimmy, throw me the ammo pack. Here you go, buddy. Hey, man, thanks. I got that kill because. It- and then they <sighs> thumbs up each other. <laughs> They're like, thanks, bro. I appreciate it. We're all adults. Holy shit, I just fucking died. Can somebody please watch my back? Somebody? Shh, fucking noob tube? Or whatever, I don't know. I don't even need to see it. <laughs> don't even show me the bullshit. Show me a good trailer. Well, apparently, the, yeah. blah, 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 blah. apparently the trailer they already put out was controversial. Oh, yeah. Oh. Because there was a woman. <gasps> yep. And actually, I, if I, I believe not only because uh, there are females in the game, but because the cover... Uh, character is a female. I think it's. A, I think it's because she's a female and she has a robotic hand in a World War Two 
game, I think was their <sighs> their big deal about it. it. Was like Well, the robotic hand, I didn't hear anything about that. I didn't know about that until I saw the actual picture for myself. And I was like, oh, hey, that's cool. It's, it's <laughs> why, like, why does it's it, like, why does it matter? Well, I guess because this is the like, world we live in. Yes. Yeah. For the most part, that's the answer. It, there are, there's a segment of people out there that want the game to be somewhat realistic, but I really can't they, see why was, you'd get yeah. such, so pissed off about it. I mean, it's not yeah. like it's the end of the goddamn world, but if I mean, anything, it's a, it's a romanticization, romanticization it's a romantic view of World War II from the eyes yeah. of Bethesda, uh, from EA's Battlefield. If it was from what, Bethesda, what? Jesus <laughs> Christ, <laughs> dragons and shit and fucking robots fighting each there other. There are many things in the gaming world that bother me and cause controversy. A woman in World War II or a woman yeah. on the cover of a World War II game does not bother me in the slightest because it's a, follow me now, it's a video game. I will say it was pretty cool um, because after you know, this whole thing going on, people, are saying it's not historically accurate, you know, women in Battlefield, blah, blah, blah. It was pretty cool to see the stories pop up of these people whose grandmothers, you know, were yeah. in World War II. Yeah. I was like, keep it up. I love reading this. Thank you. Thank you for letting these bigoted-ass, dumb people know where they sit. It's yeah. good. Um... Uh, what what else we what else we talking E three guys um, uh, for EA uh, Anthem is their other big thing. Oh yeah, uh, this is uh this is Adams. He can't uh, he can't wait. He can't right. wait uh, for this one. But before we let Adam get into this, uh, I watched the trailer earlier. I hadn't seen anything about this game. I kind of glossed over it last year. I guess didn't really care. I watched the trailer. I watched a little bit of supposed gameplay. I don't know if it was actually confirmed gameplay or not. Um, or if it's just part of the trailer, it looks interesting. It it has a lot going on, but it has a lot that can go, that can go wrong as well. So that's because I'm, it's I'm the going other to half watch of Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> I don't think so. It I is. disagree. Based on what the, I saw, I disagree. It is the other half. It's where all the good developers from Andromeda went to work. They decided they could handle two projects at once, two triple A blockbuster IPs at once and instead of going okay let's dedicate all our resources to make sure each IP is good they said 25% here 75% here and a giant broken mess came out one side and this is the other thing so for that reason I will be boycotting this game (laughs) it could be the greatest game in the world and I'm sure it doesn't actually look terrible but for that reason alone, I will not be buying it. Yeah. See, I don't. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that at all. I think that okay. Andromeda would be the same, whether or not there might be minor tweaks. But I don't think enough to cause any uh, dramatic difference in what we received and what we would have potentially received. From what I can, I, from I can what see I, your disdain, man. From what I. Uh, read about because i followed all the controversy with andromeda i was like what the hell is going on with this game i liked andromeda as i was playing it up until i got to about the 75 percent mark i love i i was fucking i was like the only person i know defending the damn game but once i got to the point where i realized that there wasn't any more uh it, it so many things were just slapped together at the last point at the last minute 
and I started hearing all the stories of all the, you know, drama slash politics that were going on in the back room. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, man. Oh, man, really? So this is basically what they just crapped out in 18 months to, to slap everything together. You know, these were supposed to be different planets, and these were supposed to be different areas on different things. And I was like, oh, man, no. No. The audience can't see me shaking my head. You see, I liked Mass Effect until I played Mass Effect 2. <laughs> you liked Mass Effect until you played Mass Effect 2? Yep. Damn. And then I said I would never... And matter of fact, I think this went on for years. I said I would never play Mass Effect 3 mm-hmm. until somebody wouldn't shut the fuck up That's about it. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So apparently, so apparently, Chris, all one of us just has to buy Anthem for him. That's what's going to have to happen. That's good. Or buy it and then get away where he can play it. Oh, see, it whatever see, see y'all are like the pro Anthem squad now. No, 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 no. Uh, I saw the Anthem trailer back in the day. Uh, I, I mean, from the trailer itself, it looked pretty cool. I liked the terrain hopping and the the expanse of the world, but this was not a. This is not the. I didn't get the same. It, this the trailer for this didn't generate the same uh, buzz for me and hype that yeah. like like Ghost of Tsushima did. Mm-hmm. When I saw that, I was like, mm, that's it's gonna be a good game. I saw this and went, hey, it's pretty cool concept Mm -hmm. what what is this what is this about by the way what's going on like and then that's that's all i ever left because nobody around me really talked about it either so if it comes out and blows people's socks off cool but i'm this it's not one that i'm just gripping for and i would have probably been like that and then you top it off with all the rest of the stuff and i was like yeah, it went from being yeah. like a ho-hum lukewarm game to being like oh man yeah. you just can't I let can, it go when i, I look at this game that, man. andromeda will never cross my mind other than talking to you that's it i would never well that's that's even fine. consider that in this game that's because fine, it's its own game when it's, i think about andromeda thing. i think about what was going on with the development of anthem and that's why the two are you're you know, bitter. Complete, I'm, oh, yeah, I got bitter. You're very bitter. <laughs> I got bitter. I am the most bitter motherfucker you know. Uh, <laughs> Forever. Chris, you haven't been yeah. around for our Mass Effect talks, man. You, it's, trust me. it's When bitterness is there, it's there for a reason. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I listen to the podcast, you know. Uh, then you, uh, well, then you know that I was me like, and Adam had me and Adam had days of conversation. The, the, whenever it, well, I actually played Mass Effect two, it was like four or five months after that we were still talking oh, about yeah. it. With Adam going, dude, you're fucking nuts. This game is like one of the greatest games on the Xbox 360 library. Me going, this game was fucking garbage. What is <laughs> wrong with you? So I can totally understand, man. If you have some misgivings, but. I would say at as a general fucking blanket, if somebody puts it across your path, check it out. Maybe this will be the retribution for you. Maybe you'll go, you know what? Fuck Andromeda. I got this. Fuck you guys. Maybe. But it would know. take a lot. At this point, it's in the hole. It's way in the hole. It's got to dig itself out yeah. of there. See, I, I think that's a pretty shitty thing to do is to completely crap on a game that you essentially know almost nothing about because of something that happened with a different game. You know, well, I did that for years with Mass Effect Three. I mean, but that's the same years. series. That's the same series. This yeah. is a completely this is, this is unrelated, different game. This is Don't not care. like this is not CD Project Red's game. 
Well, I don't, don't care, care if you don't care. I'm just saying that it's the same developer and they were being done by the same studio teams I, on the inside. When, when I play games like last week, you know, with Detroit Become Human, they're just like, oh, it's a David Cage game. I'm like, who's David Cage? I don't care. That's I cool. don't care who developed the game. I just want to play a game. I want to play a good game. If the game sucks, the game sucks. You know, it would be pretty dramatic to completely uh, show on everything from a developer or publisher um, because of, you know, one game. It's kind of like we're talking about the movies and stuff, you know. Well, when you play you Final gotta, Fantasy thirteen, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes See, the company Final, Final Fantasy's another Final Fantasy's another one of those ones where it's like, all right, I give you the benefit of the doubt, you burn me. All right, I give you the benefit of the doubt, you burn me hard. Okay, well, I guess I'm just not going to go back to that well until I hear otherwise, and even if I do hear otherwise, it will be with great trepidation. Well, Adam, maybe you might hear something at this E3. Maybe we'll, we'll get to square. Maybe. We'll get to you, Square Enix. And uh, see, that, that's a great example. Okay, you hate a 13. What about all the other Square Enix properties? What about Tomb Raider? What about all these well, other things? Are you going to shit on them because you didn't like 13? It depends. Correct. If I, if I was to play Final Fantasy 13, and let's say even on the financial scale, even on the, the popular scale, Final Fantasy 13 bombed. And then come to find out the reason why, oh, it's because they dumped 80% of their assets and time and all that into making Final Fantasy fourteen. Well, didn't you play Final Fantasy fourteen Because it was great. Or, scratch Final Fantasy fourteen. let's say Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider, the last girl's knife blade, whatever, is the greatest fucking game on, on the PC to date. Well... You, why the fuck did you guys fuck 13 like that? Well, this comp, this person and this person and this part of the team and this development crew and this um, this millions of dollars of assets, well, we figured our our movement should be more toward the Tomb Raider. It, we, the T- Tomb Raider's coming up. It's got a movie coming out. We want to push that. Well, that's kind of a shitty way to do a long-standing franchise. Really a shitty way to do any franchise. I mean, period. why don't you just wait and then put out the next game like a year later with the whole team working on it? I can give you an, an almost an exact point of reference. Mighty Number no. Nine, Mighty Number no. Nine, the three point something million dollar game. Do you not remember all the backlash that came on with that game? Number one, it was the fact that all this money went in development. Where the fuck did the money go? It's two. Mm-hmm. His team was working on a separate game at the same fucking time, and then started promoting that game and started pushing that game, and people were like, "Whoa, whoa, can we, can we pause?" Can we pause this? Because you were supposed to be giving us the new Mega Man game. Oh, we know, but we're also giving you this game. Well, we don't want that game. Well, we're dumping a lot of money and time, and this development crew is also on that team. Well, why are you doing that? You know, it, it can happen. It, there, there are inner politics and, and, and other issues that can go into making a game good or bad. I, I can see where you're coming from, Adam. I totally can. But... You know, well, maybe, maybe maybe just from the podcast sense, you got to give it a try. Oh, well, I mean, here's the thing. None of my opinions are ever in stone. There's always, yeah. I'm always open to accept new evidence of fucking something being good or bad or whatever. You know, I'm yeah. still up in the air on a couple of different games that mm-hmm. I didn't think I'd ever play. Yeah. You know, but... Right now, pre-launch, oh no, the wound is still fresh. 
Anthem, all, you got too much time. Go ahead. Go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. All I'm saying is that don't don't be jaded about the game because of another game. You know, even if it's the same developer, so be it. They everybody makes mistakes. That doesn't mean it's going to be a shitty game, and I don't think it should be immediately dismissed, regardless of its quality. Um, I think it should be given its fair shake. When I when I think of games that happen when when Adam's situation happens to me in real life, I think my answer is, sure, I'll play it, but I'm not going to pay for it. Somebody's got to either get it for me or loan it to me, or I got to get it through you know some other means. I'm not I'm not paying money unless. I have a mountain of people coming at me going, dude, grab by the throat. You have got to play this game. This game was way better than it ever should. Then that would make me do it. But I mean, if I'm locked on a game, it sometimes it's not, it's, it's not only just making a hard stance toward the company. It's making a hard stance with your wallet. Yep. It's also going, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I, Michael on the end of time podcast, I'm not buying final fantasy 15. That game has been out, been released. There's been DLC for it. There's been workarounds. There have been key buzzwords that should get me interested, like Magitek armor suits. Hey, that sounds. I'm not spending money on that game. Why? Because years ago, I played Final Fantasy 13 and went, "Fuck this, fuck, fuck this. This is not what you guys should be. This is not the direction that I want this to be in." And you guys keep mm-hmm. going further and further and further and further. So I'm just not giving you my money. Not gonna reinforce if, this type of behavior. If I get a fucking Steam notification one day, Adam bought you Final Fantasy 15 and all the DLC. Well, fucking duh. By principle, I'm gonna play it. Thank you for the gift, but I'm not doing it. Um, this this is a this is a some one of you two make make a note. This is a topic for another day because <laughs> <laughs> Anthem is getting way too much. This got on hot. This, this got hot. <laughs> <laughs> this is another hot button debate for another day. Uh, back to EA. Uh, a couple possibilities that I that I think are going to be shown. I think there's going to be a Mass Effect and a Battlefront. I think I think there's there's another Mass Effect uh, something. Uh, maybe a teaser for a new one. Uh, I don't think it'll be like a DLC or an apology shit for the for Andromeda. I think that EA is too big of a company to let that shit get them down. I think they're they know that Mass Effect is a multi quadrillion dollar uh, legacy and they're gonna they're gonna they're, there's something gonna be there same thing with battlefront i think a battlefront is there's gonna be something released about that a new a new game or something and this one will be an apology if ea wants to have any type of standing of goodwill faith with this industry anymore something needs to be done a new battlefront a sequel to battlefront uh something and it needs to be plastered all over the place yeah there were not no, no loot boxes no mm-hmm. no 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 microtransactions like well they already did that with battlefield right yeah. yeah they said there will be no microtransactions you know all the weapons will drop in the game or something like or can be earned uh anything you pay did they even say there are cosmetics or did they say no I, cosmetics either i think they said cosmetics but nothing in the game that you care about will be microtransactions. There is a large blemish on EA with Battlefront 2. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is a there is a very visible, you guys fucked up. And lots of companies have done that. Lots of companies have been guilty of this. But it happened to EA. I'm kind of happy that it happened to EA for 
EA slight hate reasons, but also because it needs to happen to a big company. It needs to happen to one of these fucking titan companies where they go, where we the people go, this is shit, stop this. Stop this right now. So if EA wants to show some good faith or wants to come out and go, guys, you know what? We're not so bad. This is where they need to do it to. Um, what I want to see, I want to see, I want to see something with Titanfall. I really want to see hmm. something else with Titanfall. I don't think that that is an IP that needs to be dropped. It is sad. It is such a sad shame that Titanfall One and Titanfall Two have had such a fucking lukewarm reception. Um, did uh, and I, I think we might have talked about this a while back, or you guys did. Did Titanfall Two have a story? Yes, it actually okay. had it, it between those two. Oh, such a good story! Such because the first Titanfall didn't even have a campaign, right? Well, Titanfall One had a campaign, but the thing is, the that that it played in in through the multiplayer. Yeah. So when you yeah. selected a map on multiplayer, you were basically playing a scenario of the, of the campaign. Uh, and the gravity of the scenario or the story in Titanfall 1, nowhere close to Titanfall 2. It's more like Titanfall 2 came around and they said, okay, we still need to have that stellar gameplay multiplayer, but let's write, let's ratchet up the writing in the mm-hmm. story. Let's ratchet the story up for the actual game itself. Okay. So, And it was very good. Nice. I guess my better question is, was there a single player in Titanfall 2? That's what I should have said. Yes. Yes, there is. Okay. Yes. Because that's uh, why I didn't pick up 1. It's very good. It is very good. And when you get done with that, albeit short story in Titanfall 2, uh, Adam, I equate the story and I equate this whole story to uh, Bad Company. Really? Remember how when Bad Remember how when Bad Company came out, it had a I mean, it had an okay story. It was all right, uh-huh. but the multiplayer was good. And then when you went to Bad Company 2, they tightened up that story a little bit. They kind of cranked the volume up a little bit, and mad, and the multiplayer was very good again. Not That's enough for you to like it. I remember you, well, you played Bad, <laughs> play Bad Company 2 for like an hour. <laughs> you took that shit back to the store and said, what did the you, fuck is this going No, 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 no. Fuck you, Chris. <laughs> did you hear this story about Bad Company 2? Did I tell you this one? Uh, I think so, but I don't recall it offhand. Well, for the audience as well. So, Adam, this is back in my Call of Duty days. This is back when when I was gaming with all of us people together playing Call of Duty, who the fuck knows what. He was like, dude, Battlefield. I'm like, nah, whatever. He's like, dude, Battlefield, Bad Company. Bad Company 2, you got to get on that shit. And I was like, nah. So he brought it. He was like, fuck you. Here, it's in my hand. Take it. Take it home and play it. I took it home. I played it. I brought it back the next day. And he was like, what? I said, man, this... I'm not feeling it. He goes, sit down for a minute. Sit down down for a minute. So what didn't you like about it? And I was like, man, I got to tell you, this was especially after Modern Warfare 2. I was like, man, that story was very weak. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I can totally see that. So what do you think about the multiplayer? I was like, I didn't play the multiplayer. And he slapped me across my face. That's (laughs) right. He was like, bastard, (laughs) (laughs) you take this fucking game back home right now and you put that shit on multiplayer and then you talk to me about the game and i did and i never went back <laughs> i got I, I i think the conversation more went like you realize bad company is the only time they've even had a single player and this is the second game yeah and this yeah is, and it shows yeah, too. oh yeah it's it's fucking garbage it's hot garbage it's like there it's there to be experienced and that's it but it's kind of it's kind of the same thing that I say about Just Cause too. Like 
yeah, Just Cause 2 has a story if you're there for the story, but you're not playing Just Cause 2 for the story. You're playing Just Cause 2 for the fun. Well, that's what Bad Company 2 is. It's a f- the the multiplayer was ah out of this world. You're, play, you're playing Just Cause 2 so you can slingshot some guy to the back of a helicopter and yeah. You know, you're playing Bad Company 2's single player so you can blow up houses with a grenade launcher. Right. So yeah, I again, I, I I hope to see something with Titanfall. I hope that they are not because that this is something else that uh, I wish I had examples. I wish I had examples to, 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 to off the top of my head, but I don't. I'm sorry, audience, but this is something else about EA being the company it is. This is something else about an IP getting swallowed up by EA. If that franchise flops or fucks up or something that they don't need to save face with, I'm looking at you, Battlefront. That shit's gone. So if EA feels that Titanfall is just not performing to the quota, Titanfall could be gone. And that is a fucking hella good series that does not need to go. It just needs, maybe it needs better release times. It needs, it needs something. I don't know what all it needs, but it needs to not go away for sure. Uh, and the same thing with Dead Space. Uh, I'd like, I would, I would, I want to see some new Dead Space thing come around. Mainly because Dead Space 3 for me was such a fucking flop. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy the Dead Space uh, games. I especially I love the view. Uh, I mean, it's almost a one for one with with the God of War perspective. I mean, it's slightly over the shoulder. Action happens in front of you. It's coming at you really fast. Blah blah blah. blah. So I, I don't. I know Dead Space story is pretty much ended. But man, there's many ways to get around that. You can Hollywood story write that shit all you want. And if anything. It's just because Dead Space 3 was just shit. This is probably going to be my two once for every E3 episode we ever have. So, uh, <laughs> as most of the as most of these once will be as well. Uh, gentlemen, anything else for E3 before we move on? For EA. For E3. For E. Yeah. For, yeah. Moving on to the topic that we were heated about earlier. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, anything else that y'all want to bring up, talk about, discuss uh, before we move on to Microsoft? Nah. Yeah, it's pretty typical. Yeah, yeah. And again, they're going to be loud and bombastic, and they, they always are. But everything at E3 is. That's the whole point of it, you know? See, Ball physics. Right. See? Whoa. 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 Microsoft. Microsoft is going to have a E3 press conference this year. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to go ahead and throw this gauntlet down. I know, what's, I know what will be showed at uh, E3 this year. Something Halo. There will be another Halo. Yeah, it's about time. There's going to be... Thank you. And that's mostly uh, these wills and possiblies and wants that I've listed. It's it's all out of perspective. It's all out of time. Uh, Even if some of them have already been announced. There may have already been a fucking Halo leak by now. I don't fucking know. But I think it's time for... What are we on now, Chris? Halo 6? This will be Halo 6. Yeah, because Halo... Halo Wars 2 was the last one. I think that was 16. I think that was 16 or 17. Don't care. Yeah, I, exactly. Mm. But Halo Wars is not what the franchise stands on. Mm. Halo is. And if I remember you telling me, and if I, if I vaguely remember the shit from Halo 5, uh, Halo 4, 5, and 6 is a trilogy. Yes. So the next one's coming. And it's a Microsoft conference, folks. You know it's it's gonna be fucking Master Chief. And I'll tell you this, just like we said earlier, Microsoft, you need all the fucking hitters you can get. Mm-hmm. 
specifically, you need all the exclusive hits you can get because oh, Sony yeah. is Sony is murdering you right now. They are blowing you out of the water, buddy. Um, what 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 could we possibly see this year? We could possibly see something else with Gears of War. I think we're on Gears of War five by now. I heard something that said. There's supposed to be three games, like an actual mm-hmm. installation, like Gears of War five, but then mm-hmm. two other spinoffs, like all around the same time or something, Could or be. at least being announced at the same time. It seems kind of odd to kind of lump those all in together, you know, and so huh. spreading them out. Uh, I don't know how much truth there is to it, um, but we at least we're fairly confident that there, you know, is a decent chance that there's a five being announced. Yeah. The I other mean, two, I don't know anything good. about them. Gears is another big fucking thing with Microsoft. I mean, it's an exclusive. It's 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 love, hate, it's whatever. It, it definitely generates money, and they know it's there. So we could possibly see something Gears of War. We could also possibly see something with Crackdown because I think I think last well I think that's almost a will because I think last year there was a trailer for some new Crackdown. I I don't fucking know. But haven't they been asking for Crackdown three for like the last? half this decade yeah i think so it was Crack- it was brought up i want to say three years ago and then kind of died something happened yeah. it was pushed back and people just stopped being hype about it essentially yeah they're trying to hype it the, again that's <laughs> the fate of crackdown like it's just it's mm-hmm. it's it's, it's tried and they have tried to push it it's just not fucking sticking it's definitely not right. stuck with me um, and i played the first one but I only played it for calling it now 2032 crackdown 3 comes out just like duke nukem forever <laughs> and it's oh and it's fucking garbage it's just hot utter shit i i think that's the, the biggest thing you know these games go so long and people want them but then they don't want them and then they want them again but the developers the whole time have to be going man if we ever release this it's gonna have to be like the best game of the you know century yeah yeah um, another possibility that I think is going to be shown, um, riding the coattails of uh, Ukulele from last year, EA still holds the properties, the rights for uh, Banjo-Kazooie. I think Kazooie's going to come out. I think Kazooie's going to be one of those, uh, like, oh, that's that, that, that's cool. That's, that's quaint. They're bringing that back. Uh, ukulele did kind of mediocre-ish, but the main draw of Ukulele was that it was such a Banjo-Kazooie uh, love letter. So mm-hmm. I totally see Microsoft going, oh, you think that's something, huh? Mm, here we go. Mm. Um, this is my what thing. Do I, what, do, what do I want to see from Microsoft this year? This is going to sound like such, it's going to sound like a fucking meme choice, I know, but bear with me. I, I really couldn't find much from Microsoft that I wanted. <laughs> Besides, I mean, new IPs that are fucking awesome. Yeah. I don't know. I got, I got like, one for you from Microsoft. They need, as soon as you're they, done. they need, they need to have fucking exclusives for one, uh-huh. exclusives that I care about for two, and exclusives that are that are fucking awesome. Like they need to have something where we're going, guys. Did you see this blank and blank and blank at the Microsoft E3 conference of 2018? Holy shit! Remember when that dropped? Because all I'm seeing is port, port. Don't care, port. Don't care. One exclusive that may or may not be good. Something I want to see. This was this would be something that could get the fans. This is this is like not even a fucking five out of five blockbuster hit. I'd like to see something from Battletoads. 
What? I'd like to see. I'd like to see a fucking not not. It doesn't even have to be huge. Okay, it doesn't have to be fucking open world. It doesn't have to be a three fucking hundred hour game. Riding the coattails of the popularity that Battletoads has. Riding the coattails of Killer Instinct bringing the Battletoads into their roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking go, hey, you know what? We're Microsoft. We, we, we still have the rights to, uh, to Battletoads now. And we think, you know, you, you, ga- you gamers like to have just old beat-em-up fun. Here's a, a battle to- Here's a Battletoads game. Here's a pseudo side scrolling or what the fuck ever Battletoads game. It's 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 gonna be about a twenty hour game, fifteen, twenty hour game. It's 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 got lots of collectibles and beat 'em ups and lots of different perspectives and a lot of love letters to the past of the you know, the snake level and the speeder bike level and the blah 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 <laughs> that, blah. That makes so much sense because they wouldn't even have to program more than it's, two and or one and exactly. a half levels. Now what? <laughs> because you know, they'll you, just make the second level so fucking impossible that you can't get through it for another six months. Then they patch <laughs> it in with the DLC. Exactly. And bam. What that would do for me as a gamer is go, okay, Microsoft. So you're still a you, you, okay. So you're still in for fun. You, you like to have fun. You're not just going with the fucking norm. You're not just going with the new Call of Duty or the new Forza or the mm. new what the fuck ever. You know, but. Are we going to see fucking Battle 2s in Microsoft this year? Fuck no. 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 <laughs> Fuck no. But that's what I but that's what but I want to. I, I think you're onto something. And if they're not thinking about this, shame on them. And this isn't just Microsoft. But we have uh, the, all of these old school games being re-released, essentially. We've mm-hmm. got on Steam the Sega Collection. It's on other platforms, too. But then it came to Steam first, where you have, like, Literally a hundred old Sega games you can play. You have the NES Mini, the SNES Mini, all these old school games people love, and a lot of them never had any follow up. Yep. You know who owns the rights to those? Whoever owns them or can get them can acquire them. I mean, there are a lot of opportunities out there. Battletoads is an example. Mm-hmm. And you know, let me let me do a quick before I move into that the, the game that Adam said he wants to see. Mm-hmm. Let me do a really quick preemptive. Well, actually, for my audience out there, Uh-oh. but Michael, but Michael, I hear you say you act like Microsoft doesn't want you to have fun. They released a game a couple years ago called Sunset Overdrive, and that was loaded <laughs> with fun and color and punks. But you know, punk rocker with the with the. I'm like, does anybody fucking remember that game? I do. Did you did you, wow. did you play it? Oh yeah, hundred percent. It. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Well, you're the outlier then. I mean, fuck <laughs> because me. I I don't I don't hear that. No no no. I mean that's fine. If you had fun with it, that's good. But I hear yeah. nothing else about that game. That it's game true. came. That game went up. It was all over the media, and when it came out, it went. That was so, the uh, that was the box that I bought for my Xbox One. Was the Sunset yeah. Overdrive ver- uh, bundle? So it that to me, just for me, when I saw that trailer, I got what they were going for, and I got that they were going for it hard. Like, oh, we we have color, we don't have the all this realism and blah blah blah. blah. Come on, it's all about fun. And I was like, you guys are trying so fucking hard. You guys are trying so hard at this. You're pushing me away. Did you and play I just it? Didn't, no, I didn't. Okay, uh, I. Go ahead. I was just gonna say the trailer. The trailer didn't. It didn't. It didn't draw me. Like, yeah. Maybe I'm just an old cranky asshole. But I saw the <laughs> whole trailer and went, "All right." But I'm not feeling this at all. I'm just yeah. I don't know that I ever actually saw the trailer. Um, I might have looked it up a little bit when I was looking at the bundles. Um, mm-hmm. it might have actually been one of those where that was the option I happened to pick. 
you know, yeah. not because I thought the game was great, because it was, I didn't care about the other ones, you know, I didn't care about the yeah. Forza box. I mean, I'm not going to buy that unless I absolutely have to. Yeah. Um, but it looked fun and I played and I was like, okay, this is cool. You know, it's not yeah. a, you know, game of the year, but it's not a garbage game either. You know, it's a yeah. fun game. Like I said, I think I'm pretty sure 100% it, um, if not pretty close. Uh, so I have absolutely no issues with stuff like that. It was a fun little game. I guess it's just a weird predicament that Microsoft is in because when PlayStation comes out and says, hey, we got a new God of War, God. you're automatically like, new God of War. Okay, I mean, hey, the old ones were pretty good. And they show you the trailer and you go, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Wow. Holy fuck. And then Nintendo says, hey, guys, we're bringing back Zelda. You're like, oh, yeah. But Microsoft says, hey, we're bringing back Halo. Of course you are. Hey, we're bringing back fun. We got this game. I'm like, yeah. if they would have said we're yeah. bringing back funs, fun, and you, the, a fucking battle toad swings across the stage, I'm in. I'm yeah, all in. I hear because you. I feel like you're reaching out to a culture now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, I know it's hypocritical from what I said earlier about it. You know, I want them to make new IPs, but I just <laughs> want to make IPs that I care about. I didn't care about that IP anyway. Adam, <laughs> uh, Jesus. That's, Fuck you, Mark. That's what they call me. No, yeah. <laughs> saw that coming. Yeah. What, what? What's what's something you wanted to see from Microsoft uh, this year? I I can't remember, but it do, isn't doesn't Microsoft make Age of Empires? When's the last time we had an Age yeah. of Empires game come out? That might be one of their IPs, but I don't know. Yeah, it's Jesus. It's been fucking forever. I think I could time. I could swear that's that they've re-released it, re-released the second one like four or five fucking times, but they haven't made oh, yeah. the next version yet. Well, because that was yeah. the best one. I mean, trying to live up to that. Well, I mean, you could try. <laughs> they made like twelve Command and Conquers. Okay, but but what is worse? What is worse? Getting ten sequels that are terrible, or just having the old game to play, you know, forever. Uh, having having bad sequels is a is definitely something you should watch out for. But I think that you're more at more of a risk of running into something like that with the Assassin's Creed of today, where the se- the franchise just keeps cranking out the mediocre. You know, it's like, all right, it's another year. Time to crank another one out. It's exactly the same as before, but this time we got this new thing. I feel like Age of Empires could come. It's been so it, long. Yeah, it is. And it is. You are right. It is a Microsoft property. Yeah, they're the but, publisher. I mean, I tell you, it, it would get it would get lost in a sea of trailers of this E3. I mean, it's it's not it's it's something that deserves a read a remake it deserves to be back in the front light. I'll give you that. Given the legacy, this is what a fucking nineteen ninety seven property. Mm-hmm. But there you'd is an see Age of it. Empires. You'd see it. You'd go, oh shit, that's cool, and you'd move on. So on uh, August twenty first, twenty seventeen, Microsoft announced Age of Empires four. Really? Oh, shit. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! Wow. Developed by Relic Entertainment, whoever that is. Uh, also, Age of Empires Definitive Edition, February twentieth, two thousand eight. Yeah, that just came out. Well, either way, it's, I mean, it's there. It's in the light. Uh, what else about Microsoft for this year, folks? Pretty much nothing. I mean, and even with the Halo 6, I'm, I love Halo. I've talked about that. Every time we bring up Halo, I talk about how much I love it. Five, I enjoyed the story. Multiplayer went to shit. I mean, the, and there were parts of the five story I wasn't a huge fan of. I'm, I'm honestly not, going to be super excited about six 
unless they show a reversion back to before five. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the God's honest truth, man. I liked, I liked Halo 1 a lot. That game hit me out of nowhere. It, I mean, it could be because it hit me when I was in the desert away from the mm-hmm. world and I just would fall in love with anything because it was a taste of home. Mm-hmm. But I liked, I liked Halo 1. I liked the gameplay of it. I liked the story of it. And I liked the multiplayer of it. Halo 2 came out. Better multiplayer, cool beans. Better graphics, cool beans. The story kind of lost me when mm-hmm. it when when the ending to that. Uh, uh, so what, Chris? Spoiler for Halo Two, I guess. <laughs> sure, oh, no. why not? Because we appeal to everybody, right? Uh, toward the end, when that when the fucking plant came up, mm-hmm. I was like, what, what, what is this shit now? And after that, I just kind of like. Eh. So when Halo Three came around, I played through Halo Three. Yeah, I'll tell you that, Adam. I played through it. I uh, played through the campaign. I think I might even le- did it on Legendary. Sure, why not? Because it was something to do. Mm-hmm. The multiplayer is what I went to Halo 3 for. The story yeah. after that, I didn't care for. I think I played through the story of Halo 4, but I couldn't tell you much. And the only thing I remember about Halo 5 is the fucking cool antagonist guy. The, but the, the, the draw for me for Halo slowly went downhill just to the multiplayer. Yeah. So... I guess Halo Six will be there for somebody, yeah. and I, if, it's, I, if it's if it's anything for me, it's gonna be it would be the multiplayer. But I've been yeah. out of Halo multiplayer for a long time, so. And for you know all my thoughts on Halo Five, you can go back to our uh, Halo series and review episode. Um, I love the lore aspect of Five, the yeah. stuff they brought mm-hmm. up. That was for those of us like me that have read every novel in the Halo universe. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. And see, that is a testament to the Halo franchise, is that they do tailor to, are you a Halo fan? No, 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 no. Are you a fucking Halo fan? This game's for you. This sequel's for you. This whatever adaptation's going to be for you. That's cool. They just lost me a long time ago. Yep. Multiplayer, take out micro- microtransactions, probably okay. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, anything else for you from Microsoft? Are we moving on? Uh, more loot boxes, please. Wait. Oh Wait. God! Shut up! <laughs> you shut up, dude! Oh, that's how we just lost sixteen fucking subscribers. Right Thanks, guy. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, so the next we got coming up is Devolver Digital, and I'm gonna leave this one to uh, YouTube because in my will or possibly or want section for Devolver Digital, I have nothing. Me too. Because I don't follow Devolver Digital, and I don't follow their games too much, so. I They'll have something. Want them to digitally devolve into a better company. I had to uh, look up who they were because I was like, "What do they produce?" And then I was like, "Oh, they're the Hotline Miami people." Okay, yeah. that's cool. I didn't care about that game. I never played. I saw people. There was a little hype around it. People liked playing it. Okay, yeah. good for them. Okay, what what are they going to give us? And it's like, oh, nothing's confirmed. Last year, I don't even think they announced anything last year. It didn't yeah. look like it. Well, they had it was some big they joke had, thing, right? Yeah, they had this big fucking on. So, it, for anybody else curious, uh, go check out the Devolver Digital E3 2017 uh, performance. I guess you'd say. <laughs> I mean, it, they've got some funny commentary. They've got some. They got some uh, some crass commentary on the gaming industry. I'll give you that. <laughs> but I I perused the Devolver Digital library of games that they've developed and what they have and what they're what they show for the gaming world. And they've got things out there. I'll give you that. But it's not anything that I really care for. Have my- I had Devolver di- Digital games put in my hand and played them personally so I can get a personal opinion? No, I haven't. Unfortunately. Uh, just from an outside perspective, even the big hit that was uh, 
uh, Hotline Miami, it just didn't appeal to me. Mm-hmm. So I haven't checked it out or any other DD game. So nope, yeah, I'm in my, the same boat on that. I I just I have never ever thought that that looked appealing. Yeah, yeah my I don't big know. Thing with them, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. My big thing with them is why are they their own thing? Is it just so they Dude. can have this funny bit? I mean, you got to look at this shit, folks. If you look at just the 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 game, co- the developer companies, not Sony, not Microsoft, mm-hmm. you've got you've got Ubisoft, mm-hmm. you've got EA, mm-hmm. Bethesda, Square mm-hmm. Enix, mm-hmm. Devolver Digital. So I don't fucking know. I mean, I guess they've got they. I'm guessing that maybe it's a popularity thing, or they've got a shit ton of money that yeah, they I was said. Say, how much money did they drop? We have. We please let us be at E3. So I don't know. We'll see. Well, that's good because now we can move on. We just save some time. Woo! Because our next section. Oh boy, Square Enix. Mm-mm-mm. The time so, has come. What uh? What order are you going in with these? Is there an order you're going? Uh, I think I, w- I went from the, a little behind the scenes here, I went by the order of what you had them on on the list. Because you skipped I, I Bethesda. <gasps> did I skip Bethesda? Let me go down. Yeah. Me- <gasps> I did. Oh my God. Okay. My- okay. Because this I- is going to be the next happened. hour, okay? I know why that happened, but okay. <laughs> uh, so, reverse everything, keep Devolver Digital right where it is in the we don't really care category, yep. and we'll go back to Bethesda. Oh boy! So I guess we'll have the fucking four-hour talk about Fallout. All right, go go, go ahead, let, guys. Let me open this up. All right, because I want to tell you that the additional rumors I've heard, and then what that sparked in my mind as for my theory of what's going to happen for Bethesda, um, particularly around Fallout, Rage Two, and we'll talk about the other games afterwards. But Fallout seventy six. All right, so. Trailer dropped. We talked about it last week. Uh, Everybody's talking about it's going to be a Rust-like game in the Fallout universe. There was another rumor that someone internal to Bethesda actually wanted to do a leak to leak accurate information just to counter it because that Rust-type thing was so wrong and they didn't want people uh, associating that with their game. If that's true, that is awesome to hear, you know. Um, the other rumor is that it's going to drop next month. Wow. So here's my thoughts on this. That isn't uncommon. That's what they did with Fallout 4. No, exactly. Exactly. Here's what I think Fallout 76 is. I think it is a hype game. I think it is also a test for the building system that may appear in Fallout 5. My thought is they're going to announce Fallout 76, say... Hey, it's available to play next month. And we're developing Fallout 5, and here's the trailer for that, coming next year or something like that, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if it's even that far out. So I think this is, based on that, I'm a lot more excited for this. Um, I'm not in the same boat as you guys. I played 4. I liked 4. I didn't have any issues with 4. I mean, I've played 3... I want to say most of the three, I think I had a corrupt save or something because I was on a shitty PC at the time. Um, not that, let me rephrase. I was on a PC that was having motherboard issues at the time. Mm, okay. Not that PCs are shitty. The PC was literally garbage. Yeah. Um, so I think I lost my save and I didn't want to start over. 
I have New Vegas, and I think I started it, but ended up not wanting to play because I wanted to finish three first, and I never got went back to it. I played four. I beat four. Got two out of three endings. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm overall already, you know, pretty happy to see a new Fallout thing. I played Fallout Shelter. It was a fun little game to play. And the fact that they announced it and then it was like, oh, you can go download it right now. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I ran out. So I think they're pulling the same thing. I think we're going to see Fallout 76 next month, Fallout 5 announcement. And I think Fallout 76 isn't going to be bad. Um, Based on more of the stuff I was reading um, about the time frame and the lore, I think it's going to be good. I'm actually to the point where I'm willing to say I'm excited about the fallout announcement. Oh shit. You heard Next it right week. here, folks. You know, I, I hope that it is. I hope that it's good. You know, I, mm-hmm. uh, I had my reservations about four. I didn't like the way they took certain aspects, but I did like the way they took other aspects. Um, the building system I thought was, was spot on. I thought that was awesome. Something they should have had in there a while back, but it was a good start. I think it was, well, I enjoyed that. It was there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, it was there. It existed, and it was a good start. You know, they can only build on it. Oh, they yeah, can only yeah. improve on it. Yeah, that was a huge step. Um, you know, the whole like setting up settlements and all that. I thought it could have been done better, but it was there, so it exists yeah. and it could be improved on. Um, but I didn't like the way they curtailed the skills. Bethesda has this thing where they that they do where they just kind of regress the RPG <laughs> elements of certain things, you know, and it's not 100%. Like, they've done it twice. They did it in the Elder Scrolls through, a, from Morrowind, yeah, from Morrowind to Oblivion and then from Oblivion to Skyrim, and then they've done it in Fallout. They actually went, uh, I guess the one the Obsidian made actually went forward on a couple of things in the skills, and then they went back. They were like, oh, we like these perk things. Let's let's go ahead and just make nothing but those. Yeah. I was like, ah. Oh. So that's and, that was really the only thing that really had me hung up about Fallout 4. Okay. And what I'm hearing now on Fallout 76, and I don't know how much of this is specific to 76 or in preparation for 5, mm-hmm. but the thoughts are that 76, like I said, is a prototype for what they should be doing with five. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. There are thoughts that they're going to bring back the skills. They're going to bring back something else and they're going to make the building what they wanted it to be in four. Cause four's mm-hmm. building was there. Like you said, it was good, but there was so much more they could do with it. And I think 76 is going to be this not typical fallout game because they're going to be adding more to that. The thought is they're still going to have a story type thing. They're going to have whatever, um, but it's going to be this building. I don't know if there was any stuff going back to the multiplayer. I think that's still, um, you know, thought to be in there. But, uh, or I don't know, thought confirmed, whatever. We'll see next week. But uh, multiplayer like or not. Yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I like your prediction, man. I think, uh, I think given what we're used to, what we've seen before, it's a strong possibility. It's actually a smart maneuver as well. Oh, yeah. And they are so good at that. Mm-hmm. Man, I guess time will tell. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, what does that guy say on the X-Files? I want to believe. 
That's, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I that, want this to be a good Fallout game because I like fucking Fallout. You yeah. know what I mean? So I'm, I'm fingers I'm crossed. Just, I have with absolutely zero, you know, you know, no, no, uh, obfuscation whatsoever. I hope this is exactly what you want it to be. I hope that it's yeah, awesome. I, I as well. I hope it's good. I just want people to understand it's going to be a long time before slash if I ever even get to this game. 76 or 5. Uh, my standing on Fallout right now is I've asked several people, okay, between Fallout 4 and Fallout New Vegas, which has the better story? I've been told New Vegas has the better story. I've got New Vegas sitting on my on my PC. I'll pick it up and play it someday. And if that game's good, then I'll move forward. But... I got what I wanted out of Fallout Three, and having I don't, I really don't know. I it's really hard for me to make a pinpoint reason why I don't want to play anything else. Uh, it could also point to the hype that suddenly blew up around Fallout. Like Fallout mm-hmm. Three was really good and had some hype, but something about Vegas and then like quadrupled over four. Fallout was fucking everywhere like Skyrim levels of everywhere like Breath of the Wild levels of everywhere and I was like whoa it's Fallout guys this is not have you have you seen the character models in that game they're like it's the greatest game ever Fallout 4 I'm like no no (laughs) so yeah unfortunately that's where I stand with Fallout but we know it's gonna be there's there's this is gonna be Fallout period. Bethesda mm-hmm. is Fallout E3 2018. It's going to happen oh, yeah. lots of it. Uh, something I think is a possibility I almost wanted to put it in the will happen category uh, Wolfenstein. Yeah. For those that have not either one played uh, Wolfenstein the New Order and Wolfenstein the Shadow of the Colossus. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? You, Ale- Ale- what? <laughs> What is this? Adam, what if what if they had that? What if the new Wolfenstein was a shadow of the Colossus? You see, just BJ Blazkowicz. What if BJ Blazkowicz? He just kicks over the fucking Colossus and starts smashing his face. (laughs) Nazi scum! (laughs) He's fucking (laughs) shooting the one eyeball of a Colossus. Bam! 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 It tur- uh, turns out no, he was working you... for Hitler at the end of the game. Oh, <laughs> oh! I made myself sad. Uh, <laughs> there's a couple ways to experience this. Of course, the main ways to to experience the Wolfenstein, uh, the New Order, and Wolfenstein Two, the New Colossus, is to play the fucking games. If you don't want to do that, you could go to YouTube and watch the movie versions where they just cut all the cutscenes out. The big takeaway from Wolfenstein that I've gathered from my playthroughs, they are not the the most gigantic innovation when it comes to shooters. I think Doom 2016 did a way better version of that, in my opinion. But the story and the way that this game presents all of its content in these two games are fucking phenomenal. They know this at Bethesda. They know that Wolfenstein 1 and then Wolfenstein 2 were definitely hits. So I I, I see a trailer or some kind of announcement, some kind of drop coming of the next Wolfenstein. But they also had some star uh, power behind like the voice acting and stuff like that. Yes, right? it did. Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things, uh, that's one of, that's how you know a video game starting to make it is when it starts having <laughs> celebrities yeah. voice characters. Norman Reedus, right? All right. Right, right? guys? Norman oh, Reedus. Oh god, we'll get to that. Just stop. 
Oh just, God! Uh, <laughs> I don't want to yes, think I about it right now. I'm sorry. Think about it right now. Speaking of which, uh, this would also this would be a double hit fucking whammy for Bethesda this year. To I mean, I guess to ride the coattails of the Fallout train that's already going to happen. But what I want to see. And by the way, and this goes into to both of these games, uh, the, the the Wolfenstein is also an easy pick because the Wolfenstein 2 left off with a cliffhanger. It, it, of course, it's damn near a trilogy. It has more to come, so that's kind of an easy pick. Also, a game that left off with a trailer. Dun, 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 another game that left off with there's more content coming. Doom. What an E3 for Bethesda if they announced the next Wolfenstein and the next Doom in the same fucking conference. Holy shit! With the hype and the power of the of the new Doom franchise and the new Wolfenstein, the way that they've been playing it, oh mm-hmm. my god! And it's that, and it's Wolfenstein versus Doom. Hey, I tell you what, the hype goes that down would get me hype. <laughs> <laughs> that would get me hype in the wrong direction because you don't need that. Damn it! Uh, yeah, that uh, these are two colossal first-person shooter hits that they know they have in their belt, and the fact that both of these left off with more content to come, basically, that these these are no-brainers. I want the more Doom more than I want Wolfenstein, but I think both are a possibility. What else about Bethesda, folks? Um, Rage 2, which I still don't know anything about Rage. Oh, oh no, that's not true. Um, I saw a little bit of a trailer earlier for Rage 2, and I still don't know anything about the first Rage. But based on Rage 2, I don't know how much you guys know about it, but to me, it looks like Mad Max Borderlands without that cell shading. <laughs> yeah. It, it looks pretty cool. Um, and again, referencing back to Drop Frames, the uh, guest I was on it, and God, I wish I wrote down his name because he's awesome as a developer. Um, he's a game developer, indie developer that comes on there. I think it's the second or third time. But he's it's awesome to see insight on a game from a developer that's also a huge fan of, you know, games in general, which yeah. I would imagine a lot are. But his thing was the uh the weapon uh effects essentially, you know, the way they impact bodies and whatnot. That's something that Rage was known for and Rage Two seems to be, you know, doing the same thing. So I don't know. It looks interesting. I mean, I don't know what the story is. I don't know what the plot is behind it. So depending yeah. on what that is, if it's any good, I'll probably take a look at it. Man. You know, speaking of developers that are all about their games and about games in general, that's the, man, I don't know how long we're going to keep this whole God of War trained up, Chris, but that's how I feel <laughs> when I when I look at Corey Barlov, when I hear him talking about games and about the development of his own game and all that. He He definitely has that I'm a gamer vibe, you know? And when he talks about the things that he put into the, his into God of War, because they were gameplay things he wanted, I'm like you, you know, you get it, you get yeah. it, and I like that. Um, as far as Rage Two, said my piece about it last time. I'm, I've been well over the whole we're we're so fucking tongue out Mad Max shit. It's 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 not it's not for me. Uh, we'll see what the game's like when it comes out, but it's going to be another one of those where unless I have a way to play it that don't take money out of my pocket, I'm probably not going to play it. Yeah. Um. Anything else from you, Chris? Uh, I mean, uh, um, Adam, Bethesda-wise? Or, Bethesda or either wise, one, it don't I matter. Think, I think, uh, what do we got left, left here? Starfield? Any, any, yeah, have I, y'all I'm, heard any rumors about Starfield? Nope, just that it's a rumor to be announced. 
I've heard it's a yeah. it's a new IP, I think. I've heard some weird stuff about it. Yeah, it's gonna be a new IP, but I've heard some weird stuff about it possibly tying uh Fallout two Skyrim oh. to the Elder Scrolls. Like uh, uh Yeah, right? <clears throat> That was a, I've been on some wild theory trips here recently, <laughs> but there of is course. a faction out there <laughs> that said, okay, well, because this was in that game and that was in this game, we can make the correlation. I was like, okay, all right, I'll, I'll go down this. I like, I like, I look, I was all about the indoctrination theory at the end of Mass Effect 3, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to, I'm going to say, Adam, what this game is, I can't believe you're not excited for this. This is basically Star Citizen. That's what it is. That's what you think it is? No. <laughs> Damn. I was hoping you were right. RPG. It comes out and you see like uh you see Bethesda has teamed up with Chris Roberts and they're producing Star Citizen now. <laughs> and that's what Starfield was. But this game gets it gets one of those uh uh Hollywood trailers and the boom. So you played Mass Effect, right? Boom. <laughs> Bethesda's new sci-fi RPG. Look out! Apparently, let's see. Hold on, this article. Two mo- as of two months ago, literally nothing was known about the game. The game is technically unannounced. It's only known because of trademark filings and one small leak about it existing or something. Yeah, and that's I mean that's that goes into a conversation we've had before about yeah. how you can you can find out so much by looking at fucking what copyright names hmm. have been bought up, what fucking skews or blah 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 blah. I, I never get that far into it. The yeah. same way with E three. I mean, there's so many ways where people can find like, look, this is damn near ninety percent sure this is going to happen because of this and this and this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I wouldn't take it. I wouldn't take it that far. You can, you can tell some of these things, but you can never be a hundred percent certain. Yeah, which is kind of the beauty for me for E three. I like, I, I like, I, I'm I you. like when I'm like, what's about to happen? They're like, oh, you thought we'd had, an, we got one last thing before we go, and it's Chrono Trigger two remake. But sometimes, <laughs> sometimes that blows up right in your fucking face. Yep. Do you remember what happened to Sony that one year? Mm-hmm. They were, mm-hmm. they were like, I can't remember whether they just played the uh, the Final Fantasy VII music or something like that, and everybody like, oh god, ex- everybody went, ah! and it turned out they were, they, they were just porting it to the PC. <laughs> and, they were <laughs> people were committing suicide just to, like, to let the blood letting like, for, they for st- the blood they gods st- they split their wrists and threw handfuls of blood at the <laughs> at the fucking stage they were like thank you master thank you and he was and like they it's were a like, remake for the PC whoa. <laughs> this is just a fucking port guys we're not and we're like are you fucking kidding me immediately like, they start why? wrapping their wrists back up like fuck you you <laughs> why yeah. would you do this this is uh anything else for you from uh, bethesda chris nah well this is a good segue because the next one is squaring <laughs> oh, yeah. right this time jokingly uh, jokingly i did say chrono trigger remake but this is this is loosely with a laugh put on my want to see list mm-hmm. 
uh, and I know Adam remembers this as well. Remember a long time ago there was a Colonel Trigger remake coming out? Yep. A lot of news surrounding it. It was a it was a 3D pretty much remake, but it was faithfully fucking handcrafted right up after until Colonel Trigger. Right up until Square filed that cease and desist, yeah. Yep. Yep. I would love to see what I want to see from this E3 is, God, just, a, you know what? A fucking blank screen and hear the, the fucking tick-tock of the clock. I just hear that and just see the fucking sea. I'll the burn a building to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> there it will be arson committed that very fucking moment. Would, if, I will go immediately not, to the gas station. Why? It's All right, not I'll be edited a, in post. On a, <laughs> not a Chrono Cross sequel. I mean a faithful... Look! Look at all this! Look at all the games that have been I, that are being remade. I'm talking lately. about because I will have lost my motherfucking. Oh mind. yes, yes. Okay, okay. So it's in a good way. Yes. Okay, you're you're committing grand if arson, arson can but be in a good way. Ar- the good arson. It's the good kind oh, of arson. Oh, oh yeah, the good arson. <laughs> but yes, this is some. I, again, I know this is a fucking point oh oh one percent chance of even being thought of by Square Enix right now, but we got a Final Fantasy VII remake that's all the buzz. We're about to get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. Secret of Mana just come out, and whether that was a fucking blockbuster hit or not, that is another classic RPG that got a got a remake just like Final Fantasy III, just like Final Fantasy IV. Now we got fucking Secret of Mana. Come on. They, C- they come on. Remade, are, they you remade, re- are you re- they, they remade Chrono Trigger yeah. twice already. Twice. <sighs> they done did it twice. So I don't know what the fuck Adam's talking about, but let's move on to oh. other news. Oh, you, you, uh, forgot where they, you forgot where they changed the ending? Twice. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. You're talking Whoa. about some craziness here. Whoa. Let's talk about what will. <laughs> this, this like, is the, the, I blocked it out. I'm, I'm still blocking it out. Uh, <laughs> I'm blocking you. I'm blocking you from this podcast right now. No. Uh, right, let's talk about. Call. Let's talk about two of the. D- damn sure we're gonna hear something about okay. uh, things for Square Enix. Kingdom Hearts 3. There's actually... I'm oh, sorry. And Final Fantasy 7 Remake. Let's talk about Kingdom Hearts 3 first. Let's okay. get the little guy out of the way. So here's <laughs> the thing. Um, we don't know that we're going to hear anything about 7 Remake. That's actually mm-hmm. not confirmed yet. That is true, and that's fine. But Kingdom wow. Hearts 3 is going to be playable on the floor. They're going to have something yep. playable. Oh, man, really? So yes, that is a that very good along. sign. Yes. That's a very good sign after all this time. Oh, finally man. something maybe it'll actually come out this year maybe kingdom kingdom hearts let's have a quick talk about kingdom hearts okay chris i mean yep. adam adam loves it adam oh. loves it i know he does <laughs> what <laughs> my brother um, my brother was a big fan but i was never really fucking huge on it i did like it i didn't hate all it. all right got it uh, my quick two on this is I played and beat both Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. I played nothing else. And honestly, I lost the thread of the story halfway through Kingdom Hearts 1. <laughs> <laughs> so me, I fumble-fucked my way through Kingdom Hearts 2 just because the gameplay was good and fun. Yeah. It's, I mean, come on. You, you, you kill enemies and, and lots of collectibles drop all over the field. I'm all about that. Aside from the the combat, the magic, and going to travel to a tre- uh, treasured King uh, Disney worlds, mm-hmm. what I have heard since the fact 
uh, this is something else I've been slapped across the face by several people. Oh, is there was a there was a game that came out on the PSP. This is the, this is shit that pisses me off, Chris. But I understand. Yep. I get it. There was a game that came out on the PSP for I don't know Adam which one it could be. It could have been Dream Drop Distance. It could have been Thirty Three Over Two Nights. It could have been fucking Mickey's Dildo Adventures. I don't fucking know. Yes, but there was Kingdom Hearts One. There was a PSP game, and then Kingdom Hearts Two, and mm. everybody that played Kingdom Hearts One Two, and then went straight to Kingdom Hearts two were utterly fucking lost we're like what is all this shit and it was way later folks i'm talking well into my mid to late 30s where people said hey did you know that there was a psp game came out and if you played these kingdom hearts games in these order in this order all the stories explained perfectly and i'm like you're out of your fucking mind because that shit went bonkers off the wall that's it's so fucking it's 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 the almost kojima-esque how off that story is and i hear no it's not i've heard from several sources that there are remakes on the ps3 or ps4 one of the two mm-hmm. and they're all remastered yeah they're all remastered and they say hey you can play through them in, the, in a specific order you get it all um i will tell you as me from a fucking child in nature Yes, you're telling me I get to play a game where I get to go into the Monsters you know, Monsters Inc. world or the Toy Story world. I'm cool with that. I'm yeah. all about doing that, especially with the, given the graphics that I've seen in these trailers. Mm-hmm. But the draw of me, the draw of that is where it stops. I don't, it's not that I don't care about the Kingdom Hearts story, guys. I don't fucking know the Kingdom <laughs> Hearts story. I don't know what the fuck is going there on we in go. that game? That- and I refuse to just buy a game and play it because I get <laughs> to go play in Toy Story. This is going to require me to either go back and watch like story videos or synopsises or go play the games all over again in preparation for this game. No. And that's not the level of commitment can, that I want to You can to instantly do. understand this game in 10 seconds. You want me to explain how? Sure. All right. Grab a coat hanger, shove it up your nose, and then yank really hard. That, are you talking total recall now? <laughs> talking about this? frontal lobotomy. Oh god. <laughs> so um, go ahead. So I I own that PS2 remake. Uh-huh. Um specifically because I wanted I think it actually comes with two other games that are, you know, yeah, um in there. And I don't know if it's the one that you're talking about, but I played one and it did not it was not the same mechanics first yeah. off. Um, it's mechanically different. It doesn't have the combat system, if I recall correctly, at all. It's like, I think one's, it's a card-based game. Yeah. Something, something yeah. like that. Yeah. But I started playing that. I did not finish it. I was not having fun. I played and beat Kingdom Hearts 1. I think I beat 2. And I'm, I want to play 3. I don't give a shit about the other games at this point. Yeah. Based on what I played in that remake. I bought the remake because it was Kingdom Hearts 2.5 is what they called it, by the way, yeah. that little remake. Yeah, um, I got Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 plus 2.5 remake. But how well did yeah, you absorb... in 2016. How well did yep. you absorb that first Kingdom Hearts when you played it? Hmm. Nah, I mean, I... Because I halfway beat that game. I remember that much. I didn't, like go balls in but i got to the part where you flight cloud or whatever mm-hmm. yeah the coliseum yeah and i was yeah. like I, and i have no idea what the fuck got me there i remember running around smashing shit and i mean i don't remember the details but i remember the overall you know story to it somewhat but 
But I can recite you. I got enough. Any RPG that I fell in love with, I can tell you every beat of the story. You know, Mm -hmm. this is what happens first. This is what happens second. This is what happens third. And this is why they have to go do this. I can recite to you the story of fucking Xenogears. Yeah. Okay. But I can't tell you why they were fighting Cloud in that Coliseum, man. I feel like, like, man, this is. Man, fucking controversial statements here. I know. I completely understand, ladies and gentlemen. But I feel that when you tell me we're going to take two two titans together, Squaresoft and Disney, one, just hearing that off the bat, it's like, you're, what? You mean like like Chippendale Rescue Rangers back in the day on the NES? You're talking DuckTales? No, 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 no. We're taking Disney. <laughs> so think Aladdin, think Ariel, you know, think Goofy, Donald, Mickey, and we're putting them together with Cloud. Whoa, 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 whoa. hold on, okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure, you got to show me how you're going to do this. Instead of choosing a somewhat simplistic, a somewhat whimsical, pretty, pretty easy to follow story, they said we're going off the fucking chain. We're diving off four different sides of four different boats for this story. And that was such a poor decision on top of the way that they released the story through these ancillary games that you can't you can't do that. You know, just just like me watching a movie and, and you telling me, well, if you wouldn't read the book, no, 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 no. The fucking movie needs to sit on its own. Mm-hmm. When I played Kingdom Hearts one, I, I I felt I understood most of it. Like I said, I kind of fell off halfway or three fourths, whatever, because it started kind of getting out there. But when I went to Kingdom Hearts two and was like, I'm 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 lost. I'm utterly fucking lost. Okay, I got a new character. Oh, the new character was a wash. Okay, but here's a real character. and All this shit. I, I, I can't even tell you what the fuck happened in Kingdom Hearts 2. There was a blonde girl, and there was a, there was a guy named Roxas, and hmm. you had an ultimate armor at the... I don't fucking know. And that's sad, because this is Square and Disney together yeah. making a popular game. So... Yeah. I there is an audience out there for this, guys. I know there is, and there are people that are super fucking excited for this. And I'll admit that watching the trailer for Kingdom Hearts three, I get a little bit excited because I see myself going into the world of Toy Story because I see myself mm-hmm. going into the world of Monsters. Inc. But when I look at Sora or try to try to you know when I see that pink haired guy in the clo- in the in the cloak, I'm like I don't I don't know I don't fucking know. Yeah. So I I'm going to play it. Um, I'm probably going to enjoy it. All I ask for from them, um, I don't even care if they fix the story because I enjoy the gameplay and I enjoy going all the worlds. I don't really, honestly, I don't care about the overarching story in that game. Yeah. I probably, I mean, depending on how they change it and if they make it better, I'll probably care more, but mm-hmm. I just want to play it to have fun. All I ask is that it either get rid of the stupid gummy ships or make that a way better <laughs> wow. system. Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about because it was that forgettable, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I mean, you didn't need to do it. That was a primary mode of travel, if I remember right. But yeah, Yeah. that that just adds into what I'm saying, too. Like, so much was forgettable and mainly forgettable (laughs) for me because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I mean, if they had just taken a simple story and just kind of slowly over time, instead of trying to just be like, all right, you know what? We've got. 40 fucking Disney characters and 40 Final Fantasy characters. We're going to give them five fucking minutes each. Yeah. You know, if they had just yeah. said, you know what? Let's pick one or two or maybe three 
four. Fuck it. And just have those be the core of this first game. And then maybe we'll sub two out for two more in the second game. And we'll sub the other two out for th- two or three more. You know, and just kind of slowly work them into the story in some coherent, easy-to-follow fucking manner. Then you, you, have, know, you have yourself a franchise, but... I, I think that... I. I <laughs> I, I know they could have obviously done it better, but I think what you're asking for, they actually did. I didn't um, get that. Because get let me let me let me finish. Go, go for it. Um because you had Donald and Goofy. Mm-hmm. Those were your two main characters from these franchises that was part of this, you know, Kingdom Hearts universe. Mm-hmm. Uh King Mickey. Um and I can't remember about, enough about two to I think you still had Mickey and Donald, but you had these main characters that were with you quite a ways Mm -hmm. and i think the issue that maybe uh you're having is that and i'm maybe not you specifically but some people is that the characters you wanted to have more time or you wanted to be more focused weren't you know and that kind of threw it off because you get these characters that you expect big things from who were like you said only there for five minutes what i what i remember about it is you got that and i had nothing against donald or mickey or or goofy or whoever the hell Mm -hmm. what i remember is that you would go to a world and this world would be themed around some other world Mm -hmm. okay what i'm saying is those need to be cut back instead of like let's 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 cram uh five final fantasy characters into this town so that you talk to Aerith and you talk to cloud and you talk to uh Leon. You talked to Leon and you talked to. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I forgot about that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you forever. You're welcome. Thank you for it. I I did. did Some dark recess of my fucking mind that came out of. All right. (laughs) Oh God. So instead of like you running into all of them, you know, maybe they just run into one and maybe they don't go to a town that's completely and utterly themed after this one world. Maybe they maybe they chill out in like a normal place, or we'll see. You know, a unique place. We'll have to see how they what changes they've made to the no. formula. I don't. But I say just there's a lot of patchwork for a lot of people that has to be done for for me to be even pick up this game. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna. I think they're gonna stick with the formula that works because it does have fans. Yeah, and I'm not knocking the fans at all. I understand they like the game. Like I said, my brother is a huge fan, and he'll kill me after he hears this, but. I was never, I was never, uh, the hugest Kingdom Hearts fan. I would, I can't, I can't deny the hours I put into one and two. I can't deny the fun I had playing it. But again, if you were to ask me about it, I'd only be able to talk about the gameplay, and it, it, and that would be a little bit. Because the minute that we start talking about theory crafting and what went on in the actual story, I'm, I'm just, I don't fucking know. So right. Kingdom Hearts three. Get the fuck out of my way, please, because we got another game to talk about. Oh, I'm about to, I'm about, I'm about to blow Chris up right the fuck. Oh God! Right. What you mean to tell me we're not gonna see Final Fantasy VII remake anything at this E3, Chris? We're gonna see, we're gonna see a a, a slam of th- of seven information at this E3. I bet, I bet money. I don't have uh, any money, so I'm not going to. But I bet. I hope you're right. I mean, I'm. I want this game. I want it bad. Um, but I've come to accept that 
who the fuck knows when we're actually going to see it. <laughs> so when E3 I, rolls around and it's like, all right, is Square going to talk about seven? If they do, it's going to be like, yeah, it's coming out. 2021. No, they don't even give a date at this point, I don't yeah, think. Yeah. It's like, it's coming out. Coming Bef- TM soon. Before soon I TM. rant on Chris, I mean, uh, Adam, what were you saying? You have to go to the Golden Saucer in the new version of the Final Fantasy Seven. I saw this out there. But you have to actually go to the Golden Saucer and you play the slot machines. And they give you a box. And if you open that box, you can find a skin for for Eris that has her still alive. Adam, I'm about to come over to your house and punch you right now. <laughs> <laughs> shut, shut the fuck up. Yeah. A, you can, un, you can you. unlock her still being alive in the second, third <laughs> Let's let's go through a really quick checklist for people. A, a, a real quick, a, a real quick fucking pyramid for people. Okay. Do you like Final Fantasy VII? Yes or no? Okay. Yes. Good. Have you played Final Fantasy VII? No. What? What? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! I can. Okay. No. 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 I don't want to be an asshole. What if somebody's listening to this episode in fucking twenty thirty something? I can get that little little old for you, a forty something year old game. You should play this game. Final Fantasy VII is a staple in history, and even if it's not one of the greatest RPGs of all time, given the impact that that game had, it's it's worth a playthrough. For the fucking materia system alone, it's worth a playthrough. Oh, yeah. But anyway, have you played Final Fantasy VII? Yes. Move on. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Are you interested? I don't know if I'm interested. You need to go check out the Final Fantasy VII Remake trailer, because that is a very short trailer that will get you hype like a, a little a, a fucking nerd at an E3 conference. <laughs> Should. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's, it, it's, when you see, when you, when that trailer was dropped and you really didn't know what you were seeing mm-hmm. when the name was going across the screen for that whatever building and then you kind of sort of could make out Midgar and you were like, <gasps> you were tapping to something, God, hey, 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 are you watching? And you saw that fucking gun arm start swinging across the screen as Barrett came on. I was like, oh, shit, yes. This is the makeup for the, the thing that we just talked about earlier, Adam, about mm-hmm. the, you know, this, this is next holy year. shit. Next year the, the apology remake is coming. comes out. <laughs> yeah. And then they dropped the bomb. This is going to be, I don't even, and I don't even know if it was at that E3 or not, but the, this is going to be broken up into... Mm-hmm. fucking 26 different games and the first game is not going to release till crickets I think that at this E3 there's going to be something they're going to there's got to be some kind of news uh the fact that they've been so tight-lipped I think it's time that they stop being tight-lipped and they're going to do either one of several things they're going to release another trailer there'll be a new trailer released it'll It'll probably be some set piece. It may have some some actual gameplay in it, but it's going to be a movie one. It's going to be some set piece in the game. Just pick an event. It's not going to be something that's really big like the weapons waking up or, you know, fucking the the big event of the game happening. It's going to mm-hmm. be something that you know of, you recognize. What I'm hoping for is it's that something about the release is announced. Okay, are you still running with this three, four, five game segment shit? Or do you have some dates? Are you finally going to get some dates of something? Um, if they're playing this close to the chest, a la, I don't know, Infinity War, I can understand that. And I can totally respect that because, guys, let's not be, let's not be fucking stupid here. Final Fantasy VII Remake 
is now and will be when it happens a colossal fucking deal. Yep. This is going to be a no big, big, big thing. Me and Adam saying, hey, a Chrono Trigger remake is going to cause us to have aneurysms and die on spot. Yes, it will, of course, because Chrono Trigger is one of the greatest RPGs of all time. But that's me and Adam talking about that, not me and Madden guy talking about that. When Madden guy watches the Final Fantasy VII trailer, at a minimum, he's going to be like, damn, that shit looks pretty good. That shit looks pretty cool, man. Hey, hey, that's that guy from the 90s with the, with the big sword. <laughs> How can he hold that sword? Chris, that's I heard a emo fucking sword rumor. Guy. I heard a... This was, he this was is emo not even a before rumor. emo was cool, man. This was, <laughs> this was something I think the Easy Allies brought up, that they were jokingly bringing up stuff that they want to see. <laughs> I'm literally getting goosebumps thinking about this right now. And, I, and you too, Adam. What if, what if they went so new school that whenever you picked up armor and weapons, you when you equip them, you see them? What if, Adam, when you had a fucking sword, it looked like the sword that you picked up? Like when you picked up a samurai sword, it looked like a samurai sword. It did. But it on did the, that yeah, it first did. game. Well, no, no, okay. Oh, the, the armor, the armor. Sorry, the armor. God, f- fucking forgive me. The armor, the armor <laughs> looks different. Imagine when you look on the weapon, you can see all the fucking materia lined up on the weapons. Okay. Like glowing with their colors. Oh, so much potential with this shit. Square, they have to know what a fucking titan that they're dropping with this. Mm-hmm. Gotta see something that's E3. All right. Got to, that, gotta see or hear something. Let me, let me reverse back to where I was before and say, what if they fucked this up so bad and put, like, loot boxes yeah. and pay-to-win shit in yeah. here? Yeah. And, you know, they uh, you know they just start episodically. They remove content. Re- they remove content or lock it behind paywalls. You know what? what the, hope, the, the hopeful, the, I'll tell you what, Adam, the hopeful guy in me, the the little bitty shred of I still have a little teeny percent of faith left in you says, you know what? In the industry, they know the fucking fallout that happened with, with Battlefront 2. They know that all this pay for content shit is not where they need to go. But the guy in me that had to play through Final Fantasy 13 and said, fuck this company is going, no, you know what? They're going to fuck it up somehow. You know what? I'm going to ride this train of hoping that they fuck 7 up. That way, when it blows my mind, I'm going to be happy. <laughs> that, uh, that's, that's the best train to be on. Th- this is a big thing, guys. Uh, there's Here's- nothing confirmed for this E3. I'm not saying I've seen trailers or anything. It's just... Final Fantasy Seven remake. They they it's can't hard, keep it's hard to putting, it's hard to fuck it up, but they can. I know they they are clear they can't ways. Keep putting a fucking lid on this. I know why they're putting lids on it, but they they need to fucking stop. And this is E three. This is where you announce shit. So give us something, guys. Something. Yeah, I I don't I don't think they're going to fuck it up. That doesn't mean they won't screw up on it. Um, all the talk about, you know, the things that aren't PC anymore, they can't have in the game or they won't have it in the game just so they don't offend people, whatever. You know, the whole cross-dressing thing, the dungeon involved in that story arc, you know, that won't be there because people don't want to see that and all this. It's like, mm. if they start removing content, it's just, it's yeah. n- and not going to be a, you know, true and loyal remake. That's kind of my biggest concern, along with if they touch the material system in a negative way. Oh, God. Fuck them. I mean, they kind of already have. Fuck them. They, they kind of already have, but by changing the entire battle system, didn't they? they well, so I saw a screenshot. I saw a screenshot that had a menu on it. 
Really? If yeah. they still have menus in combat, my hope is not lost yet. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this. I have not played Final Fantasy 15. I have no plans to play it. But the gameplay that I see in 15, I can still look at that gameplay and go, yeah, I could see that battle system being pretty cool. It's not what I'm used to in a traditional menu style system, but mm-hmm. I don't have to have that. I I, I can deal with that. And if, if the materia system is in there and flows with that correctly, then you, oh, bravo. But if they just remove materia or change it some other way or add a new materia type system to strictly facilitate, the, you you guys need to make that work. If you want to yeah. have the battle system like Final Fantasy fifteen, you you are fucking required by law to make that material system work as it is with there. How mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. You're the engineers. You're the developers. You work it out. But I can deal with getting away from you know the <laughs> attack attack summon item. I can't get away from you going. Oh yeah, material system's gone. Hold on, we, we got this. We got this new thing. Hold up. I'm imagining this guy sitting in a prison cell. He's like, "What are you in for?" And he's like, "Murder." What are you in for? I didn't program the materia system the way Mike <laughs> Wills. Me <laughs> too. I mean, I don't speak alone for this. I know I don't. <laughs> no, if my big thing is, um, I, I was gonna say if they use the 15 system. Um, for combat, then fuck them. But I, I won't go that far. Uh, if they use a 15 system, my standards got a whole lot higher for this combat system than if they just stuck with the old school, you know, kind of visually different. I agree. I I agree. I think it... Because I did not like 15 system. The less they touch the material system, the better. Combat in general... I mean, I'm, I'm okay with them, better. I'm okay with them making it more flashy. You know, yeah, sure. yeah, me too, me too. Especially given the the what we saw so far, you know. I just, but I just don't want them to fuck with the mechanics in such a way exactly. that it's no longer recognizable. Or, yeah. you, you you know, you know, guys, we've had this conversation before about movies, about how we find it fucking offensive when you have a video game movie where like you have the fucking source material. You have the game. The game has told you the story. Shorten it, yes, but don't fucking take the actual story and change it for who the fuck knows reason. You have no fucking background for this, folks. You have no fallback for this. You have Final Fantasy VII as is. You want to pretty it up? You want to flash it up? You mm-hmm. want to make it a, a new? Fine. But, yeah, when I go to uh, to Wutai for the first time, I need to have that shit happen. When I run into the fucking Turks at the diner, I want to have that scene in there. Mm-hmm. When I uh, find Vincent in the bottom of the fucking place, I want that to play out the same way, and I want him to tell me his story the same I want this shit to be beat for beat as far as the story. You know, if you need, I, I'll totally, I'll totally, I'm bored, I'm bored with this. If you want to kind of maybe, maybe tighten up the writing a little bit, you know, <laughs> may, maybe flesh out the writing a little bit better, that's yeah. fine. But I'm when just you just say, say but, you know, let's, let's not be real here. Spoilers for Final Fantasy VII, I guess. But when you say, aha, it's not Ares that dies. We made Tifa die instead. Boop, boop, boop. Not, not only is that stupid, not only is that insulting, that has, that you complete. You, you must have a whole. So does fucking Tifa have the white fucking yeah. material now? You, you get out of my you face. You just fucked this whole story up. What, get out of my face. What is going on? You know, you know, it, it, oh, you know, because we want to play to this new, the new uh, 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 audience we have now. Uh, it's not Nanaki's father that sacrificed himself. It was his mother. 
the way we should have a woman. It, like, why? Stop this. Stop doing that. Take Final Fantasy VII, cut, paste. End of story. This is all talk for a game yeah, that we have no got. idea anything's going to be revealed at E3 <laughs> yeah. this year, but as you see, we hope it does. Cut, paste, um, enhance. Thank you. That's all you have to do, enhance. Uh, anything else for Square Enix this year, folks? Or um, moving on? Yeah. Okay. So they have um, two other big things for them. Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven, not a series I play, but I know that's mm-hmm. a huge franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's going to be talked about. That's confirmed. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, yeah, is also going to be there. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I enjoyed the last Tomb Raider games, the uh, new re- uh, new series, so to speak. You know, I didn't really like the original Tomb Raider series. I, I liked the first game, but then the second game, the third game, and the game after that, I was kind of like, oh, I'm kind of really tired of this. But the new games, it's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Yep. Surprisingly good, I'd say. <laughs> They're pretty good games. Not what I was expecting. I was like, hey, I'm going to see Laura Croft. That's always cool. And I'm like, wow, this, is a, this isn't this is what I was expecting. What is this game? I like the grim, dark, dirty look of the game yes. i like i like the the grim dark dirty narrative choice that they took for the story very interesting but yeah i i've i've have discussed this before in the past as well i have the first one i don't have the second one uh, i'm gonna get to it uh mm. looks good yep agreed um there's also a just cause three game coming out uh just cause Adam. four yeah uh, Adam, I brought this up on an episode. I think me and Chris were talking about this. I don't, I don't know if you were. I don't think this is last episode, but man, I fucking love Just Cause too, man. It's still on my wall. It's still on my. It's still on my fucking top fifteen wall of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love that game, man. I can still pick that game up right now and just go have a random fucking awesome little blast in a random little town in in Poignant, whatever. I have Just Cause three. Played it for probably about four or five hours and went, mm, I already got all this from the first one, from the second one. Uh, I don't need a fourth one. I don't think Just Cause needs a fourth one. I don't think it needs too many sequels unless you're going to make that fucking map 20 times bigger. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that's, literally the only thing I could think of. I was like, oh, you know, you tried to improve the wrong things. Yeah. And I looked uh, at it and like, oh, look, the story makes sense now. So you yeah. fuck something up. Where is it? Oh, yeah. there it is. I'm not having that. Is much one fun. thing that is one thing I will give Just Cause Three over Just Cause Two is that yeah they said okay we're actually going to take the story seriously this time Although, they did they did I, I was genuinely interested in the story but again I didn't I don't go to Just Cause I don't go back to Just Cause for that story minor spoilers for Just Cause Three dun, dun, dun. there is one mission that I will never forget and I think was perfect for Just Cause. Okay. Where he rides the fucking missiles and disarms them in flight. <laughs> they like launch three or four like ICBMs and he's like, Yeah, let me just ride these son of a bitches and disarm them at that warhead. Yeah. Rico Rodriguez, man, I'm telling you. Yeah, that him that f- was perfect. Him. That was fucking perfect. He got an achievement for it too. It's oh man. That was great. <laughs> Who wins in a fight, Adam? Rico Rodriguez or Solid Snake? Go. Rico Rodriguez. What? Get out of here. <laughs> He'd just be like, yeah, you're posted to the wall. And he'd be like, oh, no. Um, all right. I guess we should move on to Ubisoft. Yep. Ubisoft. The next E3. Ubisoft. Yeah. You know that company? That company <laughs> that does that game? Um, just Dance? 
Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris and Adam, here's what we will see at E3 this year. Mm-hmm. Rayman. I think Rayman is going to be a thing. They're gonna make. They're gonna. They're gonna bring old Rayman back around after the. Uh, surprise me. I'm sure there'll be yeah. somebody named Rayman there. Yeah. Uh, possibly. Oh boy. Okay, we're possibly gonna see a new Assassin's Creed. Something. No, we are. Oh God, it's. Oh, we are. Uh, it was leaked, and they confirmed it. Cram firm. Well, Assassin's right, Creed Odyssey. Moving that on up. What do you think about that, Adam? Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Assassin's Creed 473. <laughs> <sighs> so much bitterness. It's not bitterness. It's um, just like, oh, man, it's like Madden. They come out, they make Adam, an incremental improvement, and it's like, oh, man. I don't even know if I, I got it. So, so let me stop you there, Adam, real okay. quick. All right. <laughs> All right. So, yes, Assassin's Creed. They pumped out games literally every year for a bit. Mm-hmm. Got it. The game suffered because of that. Got it. Okay. Not arguing with that. I agree. Yep. You know, some of the games were very rough. Black Flag, amazing. Um, so good. Didn't, then didn't, uh, didn't Origins. Okay. So Origins, the whole reason we didn't have one the year before, well, I think we had some remakes or something like that, you know, the EZO collection. Mm-hmm. Um the whole reason for that gap was so they could take that break, get rid of those issues, and get back to good Assassin's Creed games. Assassin's Creed Origins did that. It was a good Assassin's Creed game. Could have been better? Sure. Was it bad? No. Now, the big question with Odyssey, we don't know release date. If it is released this year, I wouldn't even be mad about that. If they release it next year, even better. Okay. That shows they're learning. They're not going to be Call of Duty every year a game. They're going to focus on these and do them right. As long as they do that, that's all I ask. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, I to be totally honest with you, I stopped watching a while back because it was like, okay, there's another one and another one and another one. And, like, mm-hmm. three of them flew by. And I was like, oh, well, shit. You know, what about... I, what was the big difference between these two? The character... You know, yeah. I, sometimes the, you know, minor things about the setting is like, okay, well, I mean, you know, we're not. And really, that is a concern. I played the one that, with the pirate ship. <laughs> and that was about, that was the coolest thing they added. <laughs> so, that made the game. I mean. Yeah, yeah. It was like, okay, cool. This is awesome. They finally added something. I just had to skip three issues before they did that. You know, but it's like, and, you know, yeah. It, I am fine with them taking their time and making good games. Yeah. But as and, far as hype, yeah, I don't have it. And Odyssey is at risk of that, you know, what's different thing. Mm-hmm. Because based on the, I think it was literally like five to ten seconds of footage they released just to confirm the rumor. Um, because the, the, the leak was a picture of a keychain with a helmet on it. That's how it happens, man. Yep, and that helmet was a Greek helmet, which uh, has a tie-in to Assassin's Creed Origins. So this is a uh, direct sequel to Origins. Okay. Um, oh God. And oh God. the thought is, it takes place in Greece, so we're going to see ancient Greece. Um, Chris, can we, Chris? Can we pause? Sure. Can we pause just for a minute? Hold on, Adam. Uh, uh, spoilers for God of War, maybe. But I just remembered something else recently that I wanted to bring up in my week. I'm so sorry doing this out of context, but 
Chris, I need to know if you saw this in God of War. Somewhere toward the later third of the game, they Kratos and Atreus walk into a room where it shows all there's like a bunch of treasure and shit all over the place. Mm-hmm. And there's a fucking mural on a wall that I did not see. And I I had to scavenge this room and something, but I did not see this. But on that mural on the wall, there's a picture of Greece. There's a picture of Norse. There's a picture of Japan. There's a picture of Egypt. There's like four or five other time-specific eras that this God of War series could take place in. Did you see that? I didn't see it, but I've heard oh about that. Oh, my God. I saw it. I was watching two best friends play through it, and uh, they pointed it out, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, it's you can see it's a, like a damn near fucking pagoda from Japan or one of those, mm-hmm. like, two-tiered with the thing. Sorry, it's just there's quick. A, there's that's a, a picture of a picture of a fat redneck in the back of a pickup truck for America. You know what? You know what? I'm <laughs> sure you said God of War four. I'm good. I'm there. Sure. Uh, mm. just sorry about the quick aside. Uh, but uh, yeah, Assassin's Creed new thing announced keychain. Yeah, America. Um, so the uh the other thought you know is well okay so it's in Greece that's cool new setting you know that's not unusual it's usually a new setting mm-hmm. um but what are they going to do mechanically you know and the thought is are they going to bring back ship combat because origins had a little bit of ship stuff the way the game the end of origins not spoiling anything the way it interacts with greece this may be the return of black flags ship system oh. you know, or improved version <laughs> yeah, you or get to ram ships and hit them with uh what is that was it greek fire is that what they called it yeah yeah i think it's literally called greek fire or something or that's what we call it now but i don't know what they called it then yeah we never figured but, out the formula for it so it's still like a mystery but they would take that they take mirrors and set ships on fire from the coastline yeah stuff like that oh man that would be so cool if they do that this could be the biggest Assassin's Creed game since Black Flag, you know, and even earlier. If it's like if they pull if, this off yeah. well, and if it's like Black Flag but better, I I, I can second that. If that's true, yeah. yes. But well, we don't now, know. Now it has gone from like cold, like you know, left out in the fridge overnight, <laughs> to like mildly warm. So that's pretty. That's two <laughs> stages of, of improvement. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at now. It's like, oh yeah, this, this might be something good. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. so oh. go ahead, go ahead. This one doesn't jump to excited on my list, you know. But it's a all right. Let me see what you got. Well, yeah, it, that's where it, I'm at. Now. I'm looking forward to it. It jumps up my list from possibly seeing to will see. So that has that. Right. Now, mm-hmm. now I'm at. I'll, I will find out what happens with this game. Yeah. If so, it turns out to be garbage, I'll go. Oh well, well I was right in the first place. I shouldn't have got. Hit. I, I feel. You did I it feel to emotionally. Yourself. I feel emotionally injured. Lincoln Park reference, folks. Yep. Uh, oh. So a couple other possibly, uh, a possible games that we might see. Uh, let's start with a low tier one, Unreal Tournament. Uh, do, do people people may have forgotten about Unreal Tournament, and it might be uh-huh. time for them to have a resurgence. Big time. So, sure, Ubisoft may drop some Unreal something championship tournament. Who the fuck knows? But a bigger one that I think is also about time for, if anything, a trailer or a hint of something coming out, the next South Park game. 
Uh, these first, these last two South Park games have been fucking great. Well, oh, okay, let me, let me, let me pause that. <laughs> the no. first, the first South Park game was fucking hilarious and done very well. The second South Park game was not anything better, so so to speak. I played through both of them. I enjoyed both of them, but it wasn't like. It didn't blow my mind, but it also didn't suffer from sequelitis. But in general, the love and care that these South Park games have, as good as they are, I think that they warrant a sequel. And I think they know that, and I'm thinking that they're going to release something. some The next South Park, whatever funny pun name game is going to be. Mm-hmm. I just love how it was so meta about those RPGs. Yes. They just, they'd hit the RPG tropes like right on the head. Yeah. And uh my fa- <laughs> my favorite part from the second one was uh the difficulty selection. You oh that? yes. <laughs> and it's <laughs> it's like this has no this just doesn't affect gameplay, just every other aspect of your yep. life. Yep. So I think <laughs> they know adjusted that. their skin tone. Now the, fu- the, the Oh god. What's what's gonna be interesting to see is where they go. Because they've done fantasy slash D and D style, they've done superhero slash you know Avengers style. What setting, what gimmick could they go for this time? I mean, what what, what could they do? Maybe maybe they'll change the formula up a little bit, and it won't be really gimmicky. But I think they need to stick to that because that's that kind of at that that kind of made that charm. You know, them making their costumes out of shit they found around the house based on superheroes like that 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 works. Mm-hmm. Shooters, yeah, they all get guns and start shooting up places. You know, shooters, or you know, any other genre of games, I'm pretty sure they could pull off. But I look, I look, it's a racing game. I look back in the damn think it, they Chris. Do it. I, I don't know if you're trolling Adam or if you're fucking. <laughs> but I'm looking back in the '64 at the South Park shooter, basically, and the South Park racing game, and going, "No, Chris, stop that. What are you doing? <laughs> do it." No, don't you ruin this. I don't this. care. I mean, <laughs> redo both. I didn't. I didn't play either of them, uh, either <gasps> of the South Park games. Not talking about the old ones, um, because okay. I don't. I don't. I talked about this before, but Adam, I don't think he heard it. Um, I just the humor doesn't do it for me anymore. Um, I watched someone play through part of the first one mm-hmm. until you know they went inside a man's butt, and I went, okay, yep. I love the mechanics of the game. I think they're great. I think the game's well made. Yeah, story's not for me. Yeah, I could totally understand yeah. that. This is what that I was brought. way up towards the end. So you watched like a whole lot of that. I, I didn't watch all of it together. I saw parts, but uh, yeah. Either way, and I brought this up to Adam as well, talking about it. There, 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 there is a time where it lost me too. The lull, random shit is what started to lose me. And it's something mm-hmm. that, that anything, it, any type of media just loses me when you're like, let me just cram these wacky random things together. The part in South Park, the Stick of Truth, was when it was the zombie fetus, zombie mm-hmm. Nazi fetuses. I was like, all right, I'm done. Like that, okay, you guys are just, let's just take Nazis and zombies and fetuses and wrap them together and yeah it worked in the game because anything can work in South Park but I was like you're just that's that's stupid but in general I know that Ubisoft knows that this these were good games and I'm hoping that Matt Stone and Trey Parker and all the South Park crew that made these games are still around and I'm hoping that hopefully they're working on a new game and hopefully that's going to be announced possibly what do I want this is a big one 
I want Prince of Persia. That's what I want. When you look, when Breath of the Wild came out, it looked over Prince of Persia and said, "What? What were you? What? What? What are you?" As Assassin's Creed looked behind fucking uh, Breath of the Wild and went, "Yeah, what exactly are you, dude? I thought you were the original of this shit." I thought you were the first to come out and climb platforms and and, and traverse areas and parkour and all this shit. We, we do that. What are you? I uh, think this would be a good time for Ubisoft to go, yeah, the the originators of that shit are coming back. We're going to use the mechanics that have been done over and over again, and we're going to do them better some fucking how, and we're bringing Prince of Persia back. Also, as an apology, because I played the 360 one, and that was heart garbage. So, it'd be nice. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, Ubisoft, we done? Anything else? Moving on? Um, actually, Ubisoft has three big things. Okay, okay. Um, well, two big things. Well, one big thing and two maybe big things, um, depending how you look at it. So, their other really big thing, and this isn't for me, may not be for either of you, but I know it has a huge following mm-hmm. beyond Good and Evil 2. Oh, boy. When they announced that last year, people lost their shit. Yes, and it blows my mind because I've never played that game. I should. <laughs> I should because that game is in, that's up, it's in my wheelhouse. I should play that game. But mm-hmm. not push that aside. Take that away. That was a very cool and very well and detailed animated cutscene that I saw. That didn't show mm-hmm. me the game. That didn't show me anything about what this game is, aside from maybe some of the stories. So, for people to say yeah. they for this game that most it's 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 pretty much a cold hit. That's what I've gathered from yes. you know, it's it's a cold hit. And for this yeah. to be just blown through the roof and just going crazy, I'm like, guys, this what do y'all know about this game? Like, yeah. what, what am I missing something here? No, the hope it last year was the excitement that. It's finally coming because people have been asking for it for so long. This year, the hype will be, all right, let us see the gameplay. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of a long, because I don't even know if they've announced any kind of even a tentative release date. I think they're just letting people know at this point, you know, and letting them, you know, kind of regain that hope and uh, love for the series. Uh, yeah. Or for the game. I won't say series because I think it's only the first game, but um, it's kind of, Yeah. A staged process. They're not rushing it, which is good. Good, yes, yes, yes. Um, the other two games, which are hit or miss for a lot of people, um, The Division 2, mm-hmm. which has already been announced, and they're supposed to show stuff. Um, I played The Division. I like the premise. I like the game overall, but it could not keep me. Mm. Destiny, it was not. And... <laughs> It just felt like way too grindy, which for one of those games, yes, it's grindy. It's obviously, it's going to be. It was too much. Yeah. And it was not a good system overall, I didn't think. Yeah. Um, the other one um, is The Crew 2. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean, because both of these two, I'm like, eh, not for me. Yeah. <laughs> now, mm-hmm. I played The Crew, and I think I beat the story aspect of it. I think I almost 100% the game, or I was on my way 100% and I got tired of the stuff because it took so long. Um, but the big thing for the crew too is on the fly switching between land, air, and water. Yeah. 
So you can literally drive off a pier, switch to a boat, land in your boat in the water, hit a ramp, switch into a plane and fly on, um, which is it's gimmicky and it's strange for a game to let you do that. But they actually had a closed beta this last week and I watched some gameplay of it. It looks okay. I mean, it looks fun. I mean, I had some fun with the first one. It wasn't, you know, amazing. It wasn't revolutionary, mm-hmm. but it was, it was a fun car game. Yeah. You know, it was a, it was a breath of fresh, fresh air from Forza and all these other, you know, track based racing games that are just rinse and repeat. Yeah. Yeah. At least they're trying something new. Well, I mean, they're, they're there. I guess we'll see. I mean, they're, yeah, just like you said, man, they're, they're not for me. But mm. somebody out there, they may be for, and it's good to have something for them, I suppose. <laughs> it's like, yeah, um, they can have that. It's, yeah. it's fun. Um, so I guess we're moving on to PC. Well, uh, one other thing real quick. Uh-huh. Um, I, I have it down in the question mark section as maybe we'll see something. Um, and I completely forgot about this game until I was doing my, you know, research. Uh, Skull and Bones, which is a ship-based pirate game. Um, essentially, what people say is it's Black Fa- Black Flag's ship-based system as a standalone game. Yeah. Um, my thought is, and what um, I don't think we've seen yet, is that... Uh, what kind of campaign will it have? Will it be single player at all? Is this purely multiplayer? Yeah. Um, if it's purely multiplayer, could still be appealing. It depends how they do that multiplayer stuff. You know? Yeah. Well, I guess that's time for us. I mean, if anybody else got anything for Ubisoft? <laughs> no, sorry. Yeah, no, 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 it's fine. I mean, this is, this is what the show is about. If you want to talk about it, we're going to talk about it. But I guess that moves us on to um, PC. PC should be the next conference that we're talking about, or that will be uh, in this lineup for E3 2018. I got to admit, this is another list, guys, that I don't have a shit ton on. Um, I know that PC has an E3 conference every year. I know they announce something, but I, I don't know. Yeah. It'll be a bunch of cool PC stuff, not anything particular I'm looking forward to. I, I think the big issue with it is that a lot of this stuff is cross-platform. So even though a lot of these games are huge and they're coming to PC, but they're also coming to consoles. So yeah. there aren't, a, I mean, I won't say there aren't a whole lot of PC exclusives because there are. There aren't a lot of the one bit ones big enough for E3, I think, yeah. um, which is a kind of a shame, you know. And I think the uh, PC gaming show kind of helps that um we get to at least see some of the indies you know Um, right there's a lot of things that are pc exclusives that i'm not sure whether or not they're going to be on this show i mean you see stuff any any kind of strategy game you know like if blizzard was to release a new starcraft or something like that that would be on here but you this year i don't know I honestly haven't been. The only PC game I'm looking forward to is uh, CD Projekt Red coming up with Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's going to be the big one for me. 
as soon as that one gets announced, I'm gonna fucking, you know, go out and fucking howl at the moon until I can figure out what the hell I'm gonna do with my life. I'm gonna hold you to that. <laughs> yeah. Just wait. I'm hold Just wait. I'll, I'll post video. Watch. Well, then, I guess we're cool with, uh, I mean, yeah. PC will have, have a conference. Have either of you ever played the Total War games? I have. I've no. played a little bit of it. Not a whole okay. lot. Because I have, as confirmed, them talking about Total War Three Kingdoms. Really? Um, I don't know if that's a game already out that they're going to talk about. Because there are a few of those games that are actually already out that they're going to just talk about again. Um, or hype up because they just came out or something. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. like that. Um, but it is what it is, you know. Um, yeah, that was the only big PC game I think I saw that was exclusive. Um, yeah, know. again, I just I wish I had more to tell you, but it's going to have a conference, but me. Well, I mean, there was a there was a couple that I saw that were maybe going to be okay, but they were all like you said, they were all like cross-platform games. And it was uh you know, but the only one I can think of that probably isn't going to be cross platform is Cyberpunk, and that's not even certain. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It's okay, guys. It's okay. If we're looking for shit to talk about, we still got two more conferences. Oh, yeah. I guarantee you there's something to talk about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, like the next one on the list Sony. Sony. It's going to be the next It's going to be the next one. Uh, I, this, this and Nintendo as well, which will be the next one, but. This is the one that I have high hopes for, only because Sony's been doing me pretty damn good the past couple years. Hmm. Um, so let's fucking dive in. The first thing that I know we're going to see this year, I feel this is uh, goes into another with the category of, it's been a while, and you know this is a flagship, so it's, it's, it's got to happen. It's got to be a new Gran Turismo. It's going to be something. <laughs> I thought Gran you were going to talk about something good. Uh, well, I'm whoa! <laughs> Shots fired! <laughs> Shots fired! Um, this isn't necessarily just one that I'm looking for. It's more of yeah. I know it's coming. Um, possibly. Hmm. A new Spyro, perchance? Well, they're doing the uh, Spyro tri- Remaster Trilogy or whatever it is. That's oh, that's going to yeah. be shown. I believe I didn't write it down because it wasn't on the list I looked at, I think, or on any of the lists yeah. I looked at. But I know it's yeah. releasing later this year, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. like September or something. Yeah. Um, and that's a guess, not a fact. So I'm not going to, well, actually, if I'm wrong. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, something Hard like that. on the well, actually. Yeah. It's not oh, wrong man. if I say it's a guess. Yes, Jesus. you just but but Adam, you I mean Chris, you guessed wrong, but you guessed wrong. Yep. <laughs> guess wrong. Sorry. Guess again. Um. So two that I want. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna jump into the four we know they've announced. Hmm. Um. Death Stranding. Oh. Um. I thought you were gonna bring up something good. Hey, that's just first on the list. You know, we, we don't know if it's good or not. <laughs> yes, we, just we know, know that it's Death Stranding is. Yeah, we know Death Stranding is coming, and yes, it's going to be a thing this year because, of course, it is. Mm-hmm. It's um, going to be until it comes out and after. Yep. Um, I can't, you know, what it, I'm still so confused about this shit. You know, everybody not, is. You know what'll be? I'm good? not just, but that. 
I'm not just confused about the game, like what it is. I'm confused that people are so fucking excited about this. They're so like, oh, it's gonna be so good. Like, you don't even know what the fuck it is. I mean, oh man, I I hope this game just explodes and it's like the next Metal Gear. Yeah. You know why? Because we need some weird shit in our lives, and then <laughs> yeah. and this will do it. This will this will fill that role. Then other people would be too weirded out to make their other weird games, and we'll stop getting these quasi, you know, try hard games that are trying to be Kojima but not being, you know. I have recently watched the second trailer or the most recent trailer for this game mm-hmm. again. Trying to be objective, <laughs> trying to take it for what it is. I know, I know, right? <sighs> that was not a joke statement, but believe it or not, it is. Uh, and I, I, what this is, what I see with it, really good detail on the faces, really, really good detail graphics. I'll give it that. It's got some star power to it. Okay, what I see is a. Th- I think he knows. I think he's aware of this shit. He knows. <laughs> That nobody knows a fucking thing about what the fuck they're looking at. And it that generates controversy. It generates conversation. Generates buzz. And generates talk. Uh, talk. So all I see is just a bunch of loose threads of, of, of questions upon questions upon questions with little to no answers at all. And that, man, that was fine the first time. But this E3, whatever the fuck they drop. It better start showing actual gameplay. It better start answering some questions. I'm telling you, and it better start making some kind of sense. Otherwise, that like now I'm I'm off the end of don't care. I'm on the end of now I'm pissed the fuck off because yeah. this game is getting so much traction over nothing. It's pretty obvious what, because fucking Norman Reedus is pretty, in it. Who the fuck? It's pretty cares? obvious that Norman Reedus swallowed a baby. I guess so. <laughs> I mean that's what the game's about, and all the cops are trying to stop him from swallowing other babies. But yes, Chris, you are completely right. It's uh, death training is going to be a thing at this E3. Yeah, and you we'll know, see, going off what you said, I think a lot of people are just going to start kind of dismissing it if we don't see that content this time. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. last time it was like, all right, Kojima's doing something new, looks weird. These trailers, don't know what to make of them. All right, what what are you giving us? And yep. that'll determine, you know, the fate of this hype. Um, the next thing on the list is Spider-Man. Yes. Game looks good. Mm-hmm. Looks good. Looks fun. Yeah. I actually I haven't seen about it. I actually haven't seen almost anything about this. Describe yeah, what this either. game looks like to me. Is it is it just a is it just like a trailer? Is it did they show any gameplay? Is it There's two things that I've seen so far. I've seen the trailer that was that was released last year. This the it was sort of gameplayish, but mostly movie stuff. Mm-hmm. A video. Now I've seen actual gameplay as well. All looks pretty good. Really, all very very good detail for Spider-Man shit. Uh, supposed to have a pretty good story. Supposed to have a lot of uh, the 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 web slinging and all that. Supposed to be really fun. Uh, using environmental aspects, blah, blah, blah. Check out some trailers, man. It looks like it's going to be a pretty fun addition to the Spider-Man franchise, I have, which I've played. If the web-slinging like, is anything like, you know, Just Cause 2 or anything like that, mm-hmm. then it, it, I can imagine it being pretty fun. I might, I might have to check this out. I don't know how this got off my radar. That's a good point. I've heard that the web slinging in the old in some most of the previous games, like the PS2 and PS3 era, like they're sp- supposed to be really fucking good, hmm. really fun. So if it's like that, sure. 
if this game blows my socks off, it's going to be the first Spider-Man game I've ever played. So, <laughs> sure, why not? Bring it on. If this is the one to mark my entry, then hopefully it's good. We'll see. I, I think, if anything, this will be a good chill game. A game yeah. not to take too serious. Maybe they will go in a serious direction. You know, Maybe I'm completely wrong. But when mm-hmm. I think of a Spider-Man game, I don't think of a hardcore game. Yeah. I think of a game, I'm going to chill, sling some webs, and just have a fun time, you know? Take the fun seriously. That's what I want yeah. from you. Like, take the source material seriously enough, you know, have good a good rhino design, a good scorpion design, a good vulture design. Take all that seriously, yeah. But when it comes to just, okay, fuck off with the side, with the main mission, go do some side missions. Take that. You know, make fun the core of that. Yeah. We'll see. Looks good. Uh, the next one, and possibly the biggest one, depending on, you know, how you're approaching it, is The Last of Us Part Two. Oh, man, that trailer from last year looked good. The game, man, The Last of yeah. Us, such a great game. And yeah, I... This is a... Go ahead. Oh, no, you first. <laughs> when, when they announced this, I was like, okay, cool. I hope they do it justice. Yeah, um, that's so huge. This is a sad game for me because I have I have this game. I have the remastered game, and I've made it probably about three or four hours into it, and it got wrapped up with other games. I need uh-huh. to get back to it. Yeah, I need to do. get back to it. The promising thing about this trailer for the second game is that it spends a good for, another one of those. Why the fuck is there controversy? I don't know. I don't care. Whatever. But it spends a good bit of time in this trailer building up a lot of story stuff. It has its own little set piece, and there's shit going on with the arrows flying and the girl being hung and the girl having her arms broken with a hammer, all that. And if you're like, okay, if if you're beyond good and evil toing it at this point, and you're like, okay, this is cool, really good movie, really good details, get to the point. The point is the last, like, second when you see the infected start running through the woods and it cuts, you're like, okay. Okay, so this is so this is gonna okay. I got it. Hopefully, it's done justice, but I can't say that with a straight face because I haven't played the first yeah. enough. To, I haven't even got to infected in the first game. Uh. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. We, we we'll see. Hopefully, we'll see more. Maybe some gameplay. Uh, you know, there's gonna be some kind of new mechanic or some new mechanics are gonna be brought in. But they need to. I, I feel the main draw that I've gathered from people about uh, the first Last of Us is the the stealth of the of the survival horror you know navigating terrain to either get around or subdue infected without you know guns blazing uh, we'll see. see if it remains that we'll retains that um, you know original spirit going into the second game oh. or whether or not it devolves oh, into so. uh shoot 'em up fest of zombie horror just like and plus plus the story too you know mm-hmm. yeah, because the story of the first one seemed whew, I'll say this. I don't give a shit about the system. If the story is as good as the first one, nothing else matters. I say, I say, oh, to you, Chris, is this true? Yeah. I mean, I, I expect them, you know, to have a certain standard of gameplay regardless. Yeah. But if the gameplay suffered and they delivered on the story, no complaints for me. That's, you know, that's actually a good... You actually pushed me forward to go push that to play that game even more because the, I, I started it not in a not in a completely horrible negative way, but as I was making my way through the Last of Us, I'm, I was kind of feeling like, all right, I'm ducking behind cover, I'm shooting people. Okay, I've kind of done this ten thousand times. Mm-hmm. You're saying that the biggest draw of that game is the story. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. 
you have Fallout New Vegas to me. I need to go. I need to get into it. Uh, I need to get into more. I need to get into it more. Well, this game had more of a New Vegas for me anyway because New Vegas, I was like, what the fuck ever. This game, I knew. Like, I heard from lots of people, dude. Last of Us, get on that shit. Um, any other ones? Um, that Ghost of... Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, that one. I haven't watched a trailer. I forgot to do that. My bad. You Tell us about should. it. This is for the both of you. Well, here's the thing. This is another one of those games that has a purely cinematic trailer. There is nothing to the gameplay, uh, but the setting with, you know, samurai midi- uh, uh, samurai time period, uh, ninjas, assassins, it's it's hard to describe that trailer without giving it away. It's a guy giving a he's he's narrating uh, what's going on, and I, there's no gameplay that I uh-huh. that I can recall. But this may be another one of those where the story is outweighing the gameplay. But it it, it it's a general interest period. Uh, this was one of those trailers. It was like you're watching E3 last year, and you know, trailer pops by. Okay, cool trailer, and this one goes like, "Whoa, what is this?" And it grabs your attention. Uh, I strongly suggest both of you just check it out in your own time. It's called uh, for the audience as well, "Ghosts of Tsushima." That's Ghost of T S U S H I M A. Yep. It's a, a new new game coming out by Sucker Punch, and yes, I as well hope that they show something in here. Uh, the trailer was good, but now. You know, it's, it's, as most games, is getting put up or shut up time. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is this game? Is this like is this like Tenku ten, Stealth Assassin type gameplay? Is this fucking Bushido Blade? God, I hope it's like don't. that. I hope it's ten, yeah. I hope it's Tenku. I'm, yeah, I don't know, but hopefully we'll see. Uh, before we push off from Sony, uh, another game that I'm hoping to see or hear something about you could throw up a, a fucking shield from an era or a sword or something i'd like to know something about the next god of war <laughs> i'd like to is it gonna happen i don't know might be a little bit too soon for that might be a little bit too or soon but or yeah I because mean. <laughs> they've got this hype they just released oh, yeah. a monumental blockbuster yep. now is the time ride yep. that hype train keep it sure. going they have no worries. All, the, all they need is a 10-second teaser. Yeah. All they need to show yeah. is the, uh, you know... Gameplay, core elements. Hidden, uh, cut scene after you take a rest, you know? Mm-hmm. Just show yeah, that. Yeah, that too. Add, Just like, five that. more seconds to it. <laughs> Oh, so good. They just, need, they just need to show, like, an entire thing with a release date and a gameplay video. You know, game's already completed. It's coming. Give me everything. It's coming out tomorrow. God. <laughs> you know how fucking crazy that would be if they just dropped the game. Oh, yeah, this game's coming out in two months. This game's in stores now. Yeah. We've been delivering it what while we prepped know, this conference. We were, we were working on four games at the same fucking time. Like, come <laughs> on. Come on. Yeah, that's that's going absolute crazy time. Yeah. Last but not least for EA this year you mean, would be Nintendo. Well, we're installing What? We're just going to jump off Sony like that? Yeah. I mean, oh, uh, I don't know. I thought, I thought you, I thought, I'm sorry. I thought you said one more. Okay. Those sorry, were Nintendo. confirmed. Hold your, yeah. hold, your, hold, your, hold your horses, Nintendo. We got yeah. Sony to keep talking about. Th- those were just the confirmed things that those. So Sony's approach this year is to kind of back off a little bit, mm-hmm. take it a little easier. Um, but uh, there are a lot of games that, and I 
don't know if any of these are going to show up, but we've got Shenmue 3. Because mm-hmm. I don't know what that's, if that's going to be a Sony exclusive or PlayStation exclusive. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would be surprising not to hear about that. Um, Days Gone, which is the biker zombie game thing this year last uh-huh. year. I thought mm-hmm. it looked pretty good. Um, apparently it was pushed back some, but I think we're still going to see something. This year it's not confirmed, of course, like I said, but possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently Hitman 2 was announced yesterday or this morning. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing the Hitman on the Walmart list. and yeah, yeah so that was actually announced. Um, I don't know if they're going to show anything at E3 or their announcement was kind of yesterday. You know, that's all they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. I think that's a Sony thing. Is that true? Uh, or was that cross-platform? That's a cross-platform because I think that was on PC as well. I think it was. Were on there any Xbox. deals? I don't remember. I think there were Hitman bundles for a bit. Okay. Because yeah, I can remember I mean, Blood Money and uh, whatever the newest one was, Hitman Redemption yeah. or Retaliation or Infinity mm-hmm. War or whatever the fuck it was called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that coming out on PC. I just remember seeing the okay. uh, thing on Steam. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what show that'll be under. I threw it under Sony because maybe that's where it would be, but I don't know anything about. It. I didn't play Hitman, even though I've watched gameplay. It looks fun. I just it's not on my it's not high on my list of games to play. Yeah, um, but the other game I put it under Sony because of exclusive type deals is Destiny 2's DLC slash the beginning of year two. Now, I've talked about Destiny 2. I've talked about Destiny for a long time, you know, on here. How much I played it. Destiny 2, played it a bit. Couldn't hold me, you know, really full-time. I'll hop on, like I did recently, to do Iron Banner and stuff. It was a little bit of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, new DLC and whatnot. But this is year two. And they released a trailer two days ago on the 5th of June um, for the de- the... Destiny 2 DLC, uh, Forsaken. Now, in year one of Destiny, Destiny had a rough rough start. Um, I think that's, everybody knows that. Um, But it improved, and by the end of Destiny 1, really good game. Um, And it really all kind of started at the beginning of year two with, uh, uh, God, I wrote it down. I don't see it. It's a Wrath of... Oh, no, sorry. The Taken King. I wrote it on a Facebook post, not on my notebook. Go figure. Um, But the Taken King was the start of Destiny 1's uh, revitalization, becoming a good game, however you want to put it. That was a turning point for me and a lot of people. With this trailer, and it's not just a trailer, it's a gameplay it what well, it's actually a they called it like a mini documentary almost because it's like 10 minutes long oh, wow. it wasn't just a trailer showing stuff that it was actually talking about decisions they made things they were implementing all of this stuff um which isn't unusual for bungie to do um when they talk destiny they talk destiny they've gotten nice. really good about being transparent talking about things they're implementing, talking about things they want to implement, even if it doesn't come for a year, they're like, we hear you. We're trying. It will get there. Don't can't promise when, 
it's on our list to do for sure. This trailer, this mini doc, whatever you want to call it, has put Destiny 2 from my casually playing when I get the urge or DLC drops to I am excited. It is, if this little thing they showed, I say little, it's 10 minutes long. If this <laughs> is a true and accurate representation of how this DLC is going to drop September, then the game is going to be, has the potential to be awesome again. I cannot nice. wait. I am excited. Hmm. It's good, man. It's good. Glad you got some hype over some stuff for E3 for sure. Yep. Excellent. All right. All right now I'm done see. with Sony. <laughs> <laughs> like, now, now we can leave Sony. Now. Only now. Sony can be dusted. So what's next on the uh, agenda? Yeah. Next and last on the E3 roster for this year, 2018, is going to be Nintendo. Um, it's good to see Nintendo back. Uh, don't know. I don't know if they're just going to have. I don't think they're going to have one solid game. They're not going to pull a Breath of the Wild again. Uh, we'll we'll see what they bring out. But mm-hmm. I can tell you some things that I know we are going to see. We are going to see Metroid Prime Four. We know that. I mean, that's been announced. I think it was last year it was started, and it, it's, yeah. it's there's going to be something trailer something. Uh, there, there was a new Yoshi title last year. I forget the name of it. Um, I forget the name of it. There's a, there's a new Yoshi game supposed to be coming out, which I, I love all the Yoshi games. That'll be interesting. It'll be nice. It'll be cute. Um, but the big one, I'm kind of predicting it. I'm saying it will happen this year. Mm-hmm. The Nintendo Switch Smash oh, yeah. is going to be announced. So it's going to be a thing. I think, uh, we've already had the teaser. We've already, I mean, we've been running on that for a long time. It's teaser time's over. It's time to have uh, some roster announcements, possibly, uh, possibly some gameplay. Maybe the little opening cinematic will be shown. Something. Uh, this will be a. This will be probably one of their premier. One of their. It's either going to be what they lead with, or it's, it's probably going to be what they lead with. I don't see them finishing another conference type situation with. Oh, by the way, Switch Smash is coming. No, I don't <laughs> see them doing that. I don't see that. Damn. Uh, what could we possibly see? Probably a new Donkey Kong Country Returns again, right in the high off of Tropical Freeze being re-released. Uh, they know the fumble that they made with with the Wii U, and it's it's fine that they've got basically a port for the Switch. But I'm hoping that they they're riding that train and sticking with retro and making a new sequel, whatever it's going to be. And hopefully, something like that will possibly be announced. What do I want, Chris and Adam? I'm gonna. There's something I want that I'm that I know we're gonna get. I know it's gonna be there. It's not what the fuck I want though, but I still want it. A Star Fox game. I want a genuine. <laughs> Star Fox game. I want Star Fox 64 style gameplay with Switch graphics and I don't know uh, four times the length of gameplay and four times the worlds to fly around in or drive they gotta around take, in. Or they gotta take advantage in. of the gimmicks so you need two controllers to play it and you gotta Oh no. <laughs> oh no. You haven't heard Adam? I think you didn't catch the news. There is a new Star Fox game coming and it's probably gonna be revealed with a trailer and who knows what else at this evening. Oh, I hope so. But it's a star. But it's a Star Fox racing game. Yeah. Think of Diddy Kong Racing 
but for like little Fox, little no. R wings, like little small miniature R wings with normal people, normal sized people in them. <laughs> oh, <stop. laughs> they're, they're just driving around. It's like R wing cart. Yeah. Oh God. And you know it's happening. Oh, God. Well, here, so the long and short of this for me, it's still a retro game. Retro's bringing this out. That's what the happenstance is. Retro has a lot of good clout with me. They've got a lot of good standing. I'm sure they're going to make something that's 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 going to be fun and entertaining. And as we brought up earlier, Nintendo has a real good track record of what this game in this setting? Fuck you. And then it comes out and you go, oh, I'm sorry. That was really good. <laughs> It's not what I'm wanting from Star Fox. Mm-hmm. I brought this up before. It's not what I don't think anybody is wanting from Star Fox. We just want a fucking Star Fox game where you're flying through the universe through several, several planets, shooting many things with power-ups and bombs and slippy watch out. There's a bogey on your tail. We want that I shit. I got an idea. Instead, you take, you, instead, we're getting a racing you get game. Star Fox, we'll but you got to make the R-Wing out of cardboard. All right? Stop. <laughs> you make the R-Wing I mean, out of cardboard, cool. and you, you fly it, it around your cool. living room. Are you mocking? Um, you better be only mocking the Labo and not mocking the Nintendo Power issue where you had the Star Fox R-Wing you could pop out and make, because that was actually pretty cool. I, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't even remember that, so yeah, you yeah, got me. There was an, there was. There was an article of Nintendo Power where you could put. There was like a uh, pseudo cardboard, like paper poster board almost. You, you you pull it out of your magazine and you pop these pieces out. And you can fold them and it makes it into a little paper uh, R wing. I bet if you can find good. a Nintendo Power that still has that in there untouched, it's worth a lot of money. <laughs> yep, yep. So yeah, it's it's going to be coming out. There's going to be something about it that C three cool um, retro. Good good on you for manning up and taking this kind of project but Nintendo bad on you for going let's fucking change it up stop changing up Star Fox give us what the fuck we want please <laughs> you want land based exploration right where they run around oh, on foot God. and shoot stuff <laughs> <laughs> what else what else about what else about Nintendo this year guys? Um, so I had previously well before I get into that the big thing is we'll probably get some more information on the Pokemon games, maybe, or they'll just replay what they've already shown. Um, mm-hmm. That being the uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee uh, games that are a pseudo-remake of Yellow that has Pokemon Go in her, uh, action and uh, uh, gameplay mechanics type things. Not hugely important. They might What they might do for this is take the opportunity to elaborate on the core game coming next year on the Switch, the core Pokemon game. Um, That would be a good opportunity and kind of give something else Pokemon that they haven't talked about yet. Um, Though with Nintendo, really, they don't care about E3. Um, (laughs) They do their Nintendo Direct, but they also do all their other stuff. You know, that's just one of their things. So what they do or don't show it on their Direct, probably not a huge issue for them um yeah the so i had talked i don't know if it's last week or the week before that i uh saw a thing saying there was a mario plus rabbits uh based on the donkey kong uh world uh-huh. and i i saw something that's a little disappointing 
that says that identifies as being a DLC for the existing game. Mm-hmm. Now, it could be good. I'm not saying that's you know not the case, but I think it would be cool if it was its own game. You know, if it has as much content as the game and it's just tacked on. Okay, fine. You know, you kind of just basically extend the story via DLC, um, yeah. but you add the same amount of content. Otherwise, I'd much rather see it as a standalone game. But I expect we'll see something about that, whether it's a DLC announcement or full game announcement. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. It sounds uh, interesting, but just trying to wrap my head around the concept. You know what I mean? It's just, oh, yeah. Have you not seen anything about Mario plus Rabbits? I have not. I don't really okay, follow so think, a whole lot of Nintendo stuff, though. Okay. So you know what XCOM is? Yes. It's XCOM in the Mario. Are you Rabbids fucking shit me? Your, yes, it is no. a strategy game. <laughs> oh my god, why? It is a and it is fun. It is also good, hard. From what I hear, it's not oh, XCOM yeah. stupid hard. It is just a tactically solid strategy I game. Imagine Mario getting his head blown off by an alien now. I mean, it, it's <laughs> it's you know still Nintendo, so it's still you it's know toned down. Yeah, yeah they got ducking around a so, corner with a fire flower, like bah, 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 shooting it sideways, not even looking. <laughs> you know. So I, I brought this up with Michael when I first played the game and was talking about it on here in my week. But the game's rated E for everyone, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, my big question is, how are machine gun breasts? E for everyone. <laughs> wow. Literally where the nipple should be opens up and shoots. And this isn't just in, you know, gameplay where it's small on the screen in comparison to everything else. They actually have a cutscene because they all they introduce any new anime type, you know, like they do to mm-hmm. show, oh, this is your new big bad guy. It showed this rabid, you know, female rabid, and the nipple spots open up, guns pop out and start shooting. Just bam, taking up most of the screen. So when does this game come out? It's already out. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, how is that E for everyone? I mean, I'd like to think I'm not a prude. Yeah. But E for everyone. I would think that would be a T for teen kind of game. Yeah. Austin Powers, it needs something other than E. Nipple guns aside. Yeah. uh, This is more for Chris to back up than me Mm -hmm. because I have not played it. But this is, just like I said minutes ago, this is another testament to Nintendo going. Yeah, we'll try it. Yeah, nipple sure. guns? We'll Fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Miyamoto's like, nipple guns, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Turning into a perfect old man. He's got, a, you know, his later years, he's losing his standards. This becomes a thing in the rest of the Mario series forever. Oh, my God. But it is so well done. It's got a plot to it. It's not just some random thing. It, I mean, it's random as in it's rabbits, which are always random and fun and stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, lovably stupid, I'll put it. But it's done well. At first, it's like, okay, this is a pretty easy game. It ramps up. Yeah. I actually started failing missions. Ramp up. I'm like, really? I, I didn't expect to fail in this game. Anything with the XCOM mm-hmm. formula? Yeah, just go ahead and kiss your ass goodbye. Yeah. It's gonna- well, it, it's... Yeah, like I said, it doesn't screw you like XCOM does. If somebody's out in the open, you have a 100% chance to hit. Oh Your hit percentages God. are based on cover, and it's either 0, 50, or 100. 
<laughs> Those are the only hit options you have, and you know it ahead of time. So, well, that's good. Yeah. Any other Nintendo looking forward uh, to news? Anything else? Nope. I've got two other games. I don't know which conference, but that's yep. it for Nintendo. M- me too. I guess we'll wrap it up because I've got one from I don't know where to put it, and I just want to see something. I want to see mm-hmm. more of. I think I know what it and is. That's. Go ahead. Call it Mega Man Eleven. <laughs> Well, I take it back then. I have two that I want to talk okay. about. But, but no, uh, so I did, t- uh, and I recommend for anybody else that wants to get any type of hype over Mega Man, if you're a Mega Man fan, there is a new Mega Man 9, I'm sorry, a new Mega Man 11 trailer out. It actually has more gameplay footage in it. It has more of the new the uh, gear system that's going on. Shows you a couple, a couple of the bosses in unique ways. Uh, I remember Chris talking about uh, Mega Man 11 trailer back in the day when it first was released, and I was like, I don't know, man. I've got a lot of miscoming, misgivings about this. I don't know. I'm feeling mm-hmm. that, feeling that fucking uh, Mighty Number no. Nine shit. <laughs> and this one, I'm like, oh nope, I'm good. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I can't. This is gonna be a good game. Can't wait for it. Woohoo! So now, uh, you, go ahead. My question for you is, whose conference would this be under? Capcom. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Shadow Drop. Capcom has its own. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Wherever it can, wherever it can go, um, I'm I'm leaning. I'm kind of leaning towards Sony. Uh, but I mean, it could it could really be any of them. And if it it would be a it it wouldn't be unheard of for it to be on Nintendo because Nintendo's brought Mega Man back recently uh, on the on the uh the, for the Smash Brothers. It would be okay. it wouldn't be wouldn't be too odd for it to be on the Xbox. I, I'm leaning yeah. toward I'm leaning toward more of Sony or even Peace. It, it could be who the fuck knows. Yeah. Okay. But hopefully it'll be something. Fair enough. Hopefully. And the lat the this go ahead. Say, hopefully it's it's a good damn game. And hopefully they have like a little yes. Easter egg in there where they take a stab at uh <laughs> they take yes. a stab at what's his Please. name? Yeah, you know, did uh, you? I don't know if y'all uh, talked about this before, but uh, you know, you know that uh, they took a stab at uh, Kojima. When I, they the Kojima's team took a stab at Konami in the latest Metal Gear. I think I remember it. Yeah, there was a uh, there was a clipboard full of names, and it had uh, it had a you know, and it. I'd have to go back over it to tell you all the little things, but it was like a way you could decode it, and it would say that Metal Gear, Metal Gear is dead, and these people killed it. <laughs> Long live Kojima Studios. And I was like, whoa, yeah. whoa. Yeah. So hopefully there's some kind of little backhanded thing in there about Mighty Number no. 9. <laughs> yeah, mainly about the game. I'll, I'll leave, uh, leave the director alone. He's cool. Damn. Uh, the the second another thing that I'm I'd like to see something more about would be uh the From Software project. Like I want to know we got we got what like a seven eight like a nine second teaser for that. I mean it was a genuine teaser. We got some fucking weapon, who knows what mechanical apparatus mm-hmm. on the screen for a while. Sound like something wound up and then boom cut. Okay, cool. Come on, from software. Don't don't fucking do that. This C three, you need to show something. Let us give us a hint of what the fuck this game's gonna be. Yes. Uh, because I mean, anybody and everybody wants to know if this has anything to do. Is it in the Souls universe? It is in. Is it in the Souls uh Soulsborne universe at all? Or is because I think I remember reading or hearing that this was supposed to be a completely different type of game from some from software, which is cool. Hey, they got credit. They've got lots of credit. So whatever you try out, cool. But 
Come on, Demon Souls 2, Bloodborne 2. Come on, we need something. Just give us something. But that's that's about it for my lukewarm 6 <laughs> out of 10 E3 hype, man. <laughs> the only other game I put on the list, and I should have put under Sony once I thought about it, uh, is Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Yeah, it's, it's going to be there. Yeah. Nobody cares. We can move on. Damn. Um, not even having a single player. Yeah. It's not going to have a single player? Nope. What? The, yep. That's that's where we're yep, at now. Yep. That's yep. where we are. You remember? You remember that cool, fucking, awesome campaign you went through in Modern Warfare Two? Yeah. You that shit's long gone, buddy. What are you? This is multiplayer world. Wow. <sighs> we we've hit well, it. We've hit the we've hit terminal velocity now. <clears throat> with Call of Duty, it's it's yep. It's in full full swing now. Oh well, audience. Do, oh, go ahead. Do we want to talk about one more thing, real quick? Go ahead, um, man. So the big meme around E3 this year is Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. Because there is, I believe, Call of Duty announced there would be a Battle Royale mode. Of course there be. So now everybody's like, "Oh, where's is Battlefield going to announce theirs?" You know, anybody mm-hmm. who has a question in their mind about what a game could be is suddenly, oh, is it going to be Battle Royale? As Even as a joke, you know. Yep. Because that's yep. apparently this thing now. Um, and don't, That's what Death Stranding is. <laughs> that's another meme. Don't get, don't, don't get me wrong. If a, and I'm not the first person to say this, if a AAA developer like Call of Duty, like Battlefield, if they took it on and did it well, it could be good. You know, I'm not going to yep. hit on Battle Royale in general. But it's the whole, the thing that bothers me, even though it's typical, it's normal, perfectly normal for the games industry, is riding that hype train. One yep. game does it's well. The fucking, it's the flavor of the year, man. No. Yep. And, but, I mean, here's the thing is they didn't fully exploit it. I think they could have done yeah. a lot better, but they didn't. So it is what it is. Yep. But, I mean, if you just took the original Battle Royale formula from the movie, it would be better. In my opinion, yeah, where you just had to rotate out a little grid squares and make sure you didn't get trapped. I don't know. Just Kirby Battle Royale announced this E3 by Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. Well, folks, that's going to be wrapping it up for this episode. Uh, next episode will pretty much be a fucking E3 breakdown. It may be as long, if not longer than this episode, because we're going to be going through the conferences and talking about what we saw, what we liked, what we didn't like, what was bullshit. Uh, but that's next episode. This episode, we'd like to know from you, lovely audience, what what are you hyped for this late in the E3 game? Uh, it's still, it's never too late. You know, what things you're interested in. If you're listening to this episode in the future, like what things did you predict and you got right or wrong? Uh, what did you want to see or what do you want to see that you, you know, did, did it come true? Do you want it to come true? Whatever. Uh, anything we talked about in this episode, last episode, movies, anime, what the fuck ever you want to talk about, we love to hear from you. You have many ways to get a hold of us here at the End of Time Podcast. Uh, we have a Facebook page. Just search Facebook for End of Time Cast. You can find us easy. It may be how you found this episode right here. We have a just a standard fucking email. You can email us at endoftimecast at gmail.com. That's endoftimecast at gmail.com. No funny numbers in there. Just spelled as you heard it. Uh, we have a Twitter page. You can send us a Twitter page. Twit, twit, you can tweet us. We still, twit. we're still waiting to be, we're still waiting to be twitted. Nobody's twitted us yet. Somebody will, I promise you. 
But that's going to be it for tonight. And until next time, I'm Michael. I'm Chris. And I'm Adam. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Gotcha.